0: Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. This is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks, I'm going to go in and fail to solve an ARG, and Marn's going to tell me what I should have done instead.
1: That's true, and this week we are talking about Iris, the Halo 3 ARG.
0: Can't get away from my best friend, Master Chief. (laughs) So... Before we get into the game itself, uh, we've got a couple questions that came in on Twitter. Um, if you all want to write in with any questions to us, you can reach us at Argonauts ArgonautsPod. Uh, that's just how it's spelled out. Um, or you can email us, ArgonautsPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll take any questions and read some on the air. Um, we, got a, we got a couple of good ones this week. Um, the first one that I want to get into, uh, Nora Haynes writes in and says... Very few ARGs get actual sequels or spiritual successors. Maybe might be more apt here. Uh, what ARG that didn't get a sequel or successor do you wish did?
1: Oh, man, it's a hard one. So many.
0: Yeah. Like I, the thing with ARGs is that when they end, it's like, oh, I just want to keep going with this. Um, I would love to get a new uh, Sexy Girl Max Sexy Girl Max 2020. Oh, um, I would play that in a heartbeat.
1: Yeah, I um, it would be dope if just like the people behind Sexy Girl Max mm-hmm. would uh run another. Yeah, ARG. I would love it if they
0: if they got back together and started doing something. That'd be cool. I think
1: they're I think they're still friends. I just don't know if they if they like do ARGs anymore or sure. Yeah, or if they've, like, worked on anything together since then
0: Gotcha I'm trying to think, yeah, Sexy Girl Max would be cool to do a sequel to um, I know that we both reached out because it looks like there's a new Juice-based ARG that's starting up on Twitter uh, and we both reached out for samples of Juice so, who knows if we'll get any but I'm excited to see if that turns into anything
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm excited to get some Juice they DM'd uh, me and said and told me that I was going to get some juice.
0: Yeah, they said they sent me a thing that said like, mm-hmm. "Great, we what did they say? We should probably, Oh, <laughs> dig into it a little bit." Uh, the account is at official juiceco. Um, the juice company says, "Thank you for confirming your address. We'll make sure to send exactly what you need," which is a little disconcerting. Um, <laughs> the other thing is that in the logo. Uh, there's a link to echoearth.world which is creepy Um, and I'm excited to see where this goes so this one I- I'm only doing it because it reminds me so much of Spectacular Organic uh, but I'm excited to see if anything happens with this
1: I would like a successor to the Blink Network ARG which is the one that Andrew and I met doing and I know that that might happen because there is another futuristic violence and fancy suits book coming out
0: i would love there to be a new arg for those i yeah i I would love for more of those i guess i don't even think of those as sequels or anything because it's just oh yeah they do these every time yeah um but yeah i i would be excited to see something like that i know the people involved aren't the same places they used to be
1: Yes, correct. And
0: there's been some stuff behind the scenes at one of the places that has led to some distancing of some creators, so I don't know if that's going to be as big of a thing as it used to be, but it would be neat if some of the gang got back together.
1: Yeah. Uh, I would also love Frog Fractions for... (laughs) <laughs> yes.
0: uh, and oh did you see i uh i retweeted um i can't think of his actual name i just know his twitter handle at jim Stormdancer. Um, yeah yeah, but, I, yeah uh, I know he and two other people uh uh that were involved with creating um frog fractions Two did a podcast the other day um he has a podcast called topic lords and they all talked about some holiday traditions and stuff like that, but also got into the ARG a little bit. It was cool to listen to.
1: Oh shit! I'm gonna listen to that. That sounds awesome. Yeah,
0: I I know I retweeted it. I probably should have just shot you a message directly and said like, "Hey, check this out."
1: Hell yeah! Um, but it was very cool to hear. Oh, I'm excited to listen to that. Uh, I would also like Art of the Heist too.
0: Every ARG should get a sequel. Just all of them. All I- of them.
1: <laughs> I would. Is love- really the answer to this one. I would, um, I would love to see them try and do Art of the Heist today with the, uh, with the, the cell phones and. <laughs> yeah, and start like,
0: giving out iPhone yeah. 10s or Xs or whatever they're called.
1: And people breaking into cars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, i Honestly, I'll do, you give me any game that we've covered so far, I'll probably participate in the Spiritual Success. That's not true. I probably wouldn't participate in Terragon 2, uh, just because that's not my jam. <laughs> Andrew, um,
1: Andrew, I have some news.
0: <laughs> was there, oh, you, there was a Terragon 2, was wasn't tarragon
1: there? 2, and we're going to talk about it at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I think it was, I think it was unfinished. I think, uh, the guy who was running it just, like, straight up didn't finish it. Gotcha. Uh, like, dude, I I actually think what happened, if I remember correctly, is that he canceled it due to lack of interest.
0: Oh no, that's, that's sad.
1: I know! RIP Tarragon 2.
0: That's, that's real sad. <laughs> um... I got a couple questions here that I will handle. Uh, Morgan sends in and says, Andrew, I need to know what's your favorite thing to do with your very good friend, Master Chief, when you're hanging out? Uh, The answer to that is that we play a lot of Call of Duty. (laughs) Quinn writes in and asks, "Uh, Iris may be an AI, but what do you know about actual irises and other parts of the eye? Um, I know that my eyes are terrible and um, violence against eyes is like my biggest... uh, Phobia that people do on a regular basis in horror media or in ARGs. Um, so yeah, that's what I know about eyes.
1: Yeah, I can't. I can't do. I have a hard time with eye stuff. In in like yeah, anytime that someone media. like oh, go ahead. No, just yeah, like in people like hold stuff.
0: a knife to an eye or a needle to an eye. I'm just like I can't. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm pulling the blanket up.
1: I think I... I can't do it. I feel like I watched something recently where someone got, like, stabbed in the face without warning, and I was like, oh, goodbye. But I can't remember what it was.
0: I can do... If someone, like, gets stabbed in the face without warning, I can kind of do it then. It's like when someone is threatening an eye and, like, they hold a knife up against one for a bit or something like that. I can't do that. I cannot do, like, the threat of imminent danger to an eyeball. I can't do that. If it yeah. happens out of nowhere, fine. I can easily roll with it.
1: Yeah, I think I but... th- I definitely have a harder time when it's, like, slow and you know that it's going to happen. Oh, I was watching, like, a horror movie and a guy, like, stabbed a murderer in the eye with a needle. And I was like, oh, this sucks. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
0: All right. Uh, getting away from that question. Uh, Adidas Squaresoft, which is a great name, writes in and says, I started listening very recently after discovering works like Pets Cop, Dad, The Sun Vanished, and various Wham City projects. Do you ever feel that the distinction between ARG and immersive slash metafiction is, well, arbitrary? Does interactivity alone make something a game? Uh, No Players Online is an interesting case. A real metafiction video game with a bona fide ARG hidden within for the real sleuths, a small fraction of the actual user base of the game. And then take Dad and TSV, The Sun Vanished. Uh, The former can be verified interactive by the still surviving VOD where he exits the YouTube facility, among other deleted ones. Unclear whether this has greatly affected the story arc, however. TSV has retweeted seemingly in-character and fan-made content. Weird. Weird. I mean, the quick and easy answer is, yeah, it's pretty arbitrary.
1: Yeah, I I feel that on a lot of levels it's arbitrary, but we personally tend to cover stuff that has more of an interactive element just because, like, it makes for a better show for us to talk about yeah, it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know that, um, so looking at some recent stuff that we've covered, um, I feel like... So, uh, if I was going to, like, look at games for, like, how well we could cover them on the podcast. Kind of peeling back the curtain a little bit. Um, Tarragon was interesting, but, like, very puzzle-clue-heavy. And it's a very hard to say, and then they solved a cipher and got this. And then they got a cipher and got this. And then solved a cipher and got this. That's not a very good show. The other flip side to that, I think, is that something like... Um,
1: uh, Bioshock. What's it called?
0: Uh, some something like. Well, I was gonna say Everyman Hybrid. Honestly. Oh yeah. Um, but Bioshock's another one like this where, um, you know, there's not a lot of meat on the bones. It's just here's a neat, semi-interactive way that we're presenting a story, but it's not necessarily like that game-solving focused progression. Um, that has its own merits too, and are interesting for episodes. And I feel like that's more interesting to talk about, uh, than something that is just squarely cipher, solve, cipher, solve, cipher, solve, plot, cipher, solve, cipher, solve, cipher, solve, solve, plot, you know, um, there's more to cover in something like Everman Hybrid where we have something where we're talking about the videos and the ways that the videos are presented, um, and the techniques that go into it and looking at how the videos evolve over time as the kids actually get good at making videos, um. Those are also tough to cover from us, and they feel like less of a quote-unquote game. Um, But it is a very, like, arbitrary... Yeah, it's arbitrary. Um, I think the sweet spot comes in in places like... uh, I'd say something like Spectacular Organic had neat clues and neat puzzles that led back into a narrative and solved stuff, as well as things like... um, um, you know, I love bees had that too, where we can't really cover how players are solving these things. Cause there are riddles and stuff that get to a similar solution every time. And those solutions lead to an opening up of plot and background info and stuff like that on the background sense of like, those things make a better thing that we can cover on the show, but I don't know that they're necessarily better ARGs or better games for it, you know?
1: Yeah, and I've, I've said this before, but, like, the Pets Cop community is really adamant that Pets Cop isn't an ARG because it's it literally doesn't exist outside of the videos on the YouTube channel. Like, there's nothing additional that you can find. And, like, mm-hmm. it is definitely a web series that invites a lot of fan interpretation and, like, you really have to sit down and kind of, like, watch every video in sequence to, like, put the clues together and figure out what's going on, but uh, it's not technically an ARG. It is just, like, a cryptic story being told to you personally. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. there's There's cool stuff happening on the internet and stuff that's, like, not technically a game, per se, but that, like, has an interactive element to it that either gives you more of the story or in some way kind of shapes the plot and I think that's neat like with the dad ARG um he interacts with people in in streams but he also like has made the ARG people on YouTube who are covering the the um like the channel he's like folded them into the plot Of the channel. Huh. And like ARG coverage people have become characters in the story of dad.
0: Wild. Do I need to check out dad, Barn?
1: Yeah. And like, I'm not saying that we should cover it just for the clout and like to be on the channel, but I'm not not saying that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be a YouTube star.
1: We we need to like actually huh. use our YouTube channel and just like start posting exclusively dad <laughs> coverage videos. <laughs>
0: yes, is the Argonauts. They do uh, every 2 weeks they do a <laughs> thing about different games and also weird exclusive YouTube content about one specific ARG.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's really cool. Um I I'm I'm really interested in what's going to happen with that and like The Sun Vanish was kind of weird because it was a Twitter ARG where, like, people could literally vote in polls as to what the character was going to do. So it was... Oh, neat. It was more of, like, a choose-your-own-adventure than, like, they were solving puzzles and stuff.
0: Okay. See, that's very cool. I like that a lot.
1: I think it's still going on. I don't think it's ended yet.
0: Okay. Um, I know, um... So... Pizza Time Pizza is kind of the same way, right?
1: Yeah. Do you know anything about that one? I do. I have it on our list of things to talk about fairly soon because it just ended. Um, okay. Yeah. Pizza Time Pizza um, was a YouTube series that was put out by Alex Bale, um, and there was a website that went with it. And uh, a lot of the videos had like hidden URLs or like passwords in them where if you put them in on the website, you would get extra content. That helped people huh. kind of, like, put together the full story of what was going on.
0: That's really neat.
1: <clears throat> it's very cool.
0: So, I know that I personally am very... I don't know. I'm a game purist, I don't know, I guess you could say. Um, I'm very... I'm very into ARGs. More than I enjoy the the plots and having a weird story told, I enjoy the interactivity of the medium. Um, I know that in, in doing the show, I prefer, um, you know, in doing the show, I like hearing about cool plots because just hearing people solved a weird puzzle isn't super interesting all the time. But when I'm actually in it playing the game, um, I want something I can dig my hands into and get into if I am going to get into it. Um, I I like those more, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily going to get into something like Bioshock or um, just like when something is like, well, there's a neat narrative, but it's told in a way that makes you, I don't know, when it's told in a way that makes you work for it in a way that means that, like, I have to get in and solve riddles and answer puzzles and stuff like that to get, more plot doled out to me i'm into it on that element when it's something like oh it's a web series that is going to tell you half of a story and you have to put the pieces together to get the other half of the story i got better things to do um it's just not my kind of game to get into on a player level i love hearing about them though i love hearing other people's stories about like now that this thing is wrapped up let me tell you about the cool things that happened during it um I'm into the cool things that happen during it, and so I'd rather have a game that makes me do the cool things as I find stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm with you.
0: But yeah, it's 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 incredibly arbitrary. Um, mm-hmm. I know that I'm kind of picky about like game writing in a lot of cases. Like outside of just ARGs, I'm I I like to have a set framework of like this is a game, this is that, and. When it's kind of like, well, I, I don't know. Um, I know there are a lot of people that make like lyric games. I think are is that kind of the accepted term? Do you know Marn?
1: Uh, yes.
0: Um, that are like the act of reading the game is itself the art form of the game itself. Um, these things are very cool. I like a lot of them, but they don't like there's a little voice in the back of my head that's like, well, it's not really a game though, but <laughs> it is, you know? Like it's, I know that I'm not like breaking any new ground on, you know, what is games as a medium hot takes, but like, um, I don't really know where I'm going with this. Just that I know that I'm a little more strict on what is a game, but I do think it's really arbitrary at the end of the day.
1: Yeah. Um. In one of the like, Group chats for like tabletop roleplay developers. I mean, the other day we were talking about like, does a game really need rules to be a game? Can I, like, what are the loosest guidelines that you can give people and have something still be a game? And there's like, and there's like a, a meme on Twitter that one of them made, which is like pointing at things and saying that they're an RPG is an RPG. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I know that, um, so my, my, (laughs) my goal in life, I would love to be a Magic the Gathering developer to make, you know, cards for the game, um, and my kind of default to what is a game goes back to, um, Mark Rosewater, the head designer of Magic, his definition of a game is a thing with a goal or goals, restrictions, agency, and a lack of real world relevance. Um, you know, where looking at those four things, there's a whole article, I'll post it in the chat. That's kind of the closest I get to what is a game, but I don't necessarily agree with all of it. Um, but I know that one of the, I, when I was talking with some friends once about what is a game, they said, well, according to this, like, is a lottery scratch off a game?
1: There's, um, there's a really good video about this that I was watching, uh, that one of my roleplay design friends sent me let me find it I feel like you would think it's really interesting it's basically about how like it's basically about defining like what is an adventure game and like what is genre and it kind of makes the point that like trying to define like the rules of a genre is say- is like saying okay what is a sandwich <laughs>
0: Hell yeah. I will check this out. Can you... Here, hold on 25 minutes, let me watch this, and then we'll go back to recording. (laughs) Sound good? Um, It,
1: like, like, blew my mind, because it it kind of makes the point that, like, genre itself is kind of a, like, made-up social structure for us to, like, be able to categorize, like, books and movies and, and games, and, like, the only... Thing that genre really affects is how you look at a piece of media.
0: Yeah, like genre is just a marketing term.
1: Yeah, because it, it kind of makes the point like, if someone asked you for a recommendation of like a science fiction movie and you recommended them Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and they were thinking of like right. something, something like Alien or Blade Runner, like they would look at you like you had two heads.
0: Absolutely.
1: Man, games are fake, actually.
0: Yeah, like, that's, that's, I mean, that's honestly, the end of the day, like, it's a good thing Mm -hmm. that what is a game is a solid, solved, concrete question that we can point back to at any time.
1: (laughs) Is a game a hot dog?
0: Yeah, like, what is a man? It's a featherless, bipedal being, right? Like, great, here's a plucked chicken. Like, is this it? Like, you know, these are, what is and what isn't is, like, the basic of all question and thought in philosophy like <laughs> so it's a good thing that you're asking the easy questions for us
1: <laughs> is halo again yeah,
0: yeah all of this is to say i feel like i feel like you and i have to like take a firmer line than most people do because we're making a show about them so at some point we have to say like that's not a game. That's just a bunch of YouTube videos. But at the same time, we did cover Everyman Hybrid for 18 episodes. So maybe we're not the best judgments of that.
1: And we will cover Lonely Girl 15 for 30 episodes. <laughs> and it's spin off show.
0: All this is to say, I'm very, um, I'm very game strict. I think you're very game fluid about like, yeah, whatever. That's a game. Um, I, I, that's the read that I get I'm strict and you're pretty fluid in interpretation
1: oh, yeah I would agree
0: yeah Um, that being said make your art like do your thing I'm very excited to read all of these games that people put out
1: yeah I don't
0: want it to come down like I'm saying that lyric games or interactive YouTube series are bad
1: can we make lyric ARGs a thing
0: it's just one YouTube video Marn <laughs>
1: everyman hybrid a lyric arg
0: (laughs) fine i'm gonna roll up my sleeves we're getting into this i don't think i don't think everyman hybrid's an arg (laughs) we only spent eight episodes covering it
1: i think there's uh... one
0: puzzle and it's solved in universe
1: (laughs) i think that i think the everyman hybrid is a web series with heavy arg components (laughs)
0: I think it's a web series with very, very light ARG components. <laughs> it, is an, it is a web series that glanced over at an ARG and wiggled its eyebrows, but never actually got up the courage to talk to the ARG.
1: Oh, man. Oh, I'm excited for when we eventually talk about Tribe 12 and also Lonely Girl 15. <laughs> <laughs> Not to. Uh... We need
0: a new name. Just like interactive fiction podcast, I don't know. Write in <laughs> your new names for the show, everyone.
1: Not to not to spoil uh bits of Lonely Girl fifteen, but uh Lonely Girl fifteen got game jacked like a couple times by people trying to piggyback their own ARGs off of Lonely Girl fifteen.
0: <laughs> I'm sadboy eighteen. Check out my <laughs> channel.
1: <laughs> oh
0: it's just Nick Robinson. God. Uh, do we want to get into Iris?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Didn't know at
1: all. The people that was crazy. Holy fuck, Mike Mitchell. Well, I, I I don't know how how like how much you guys really do love bare naked ladies. Justin McElroy, grab your tongue, grab your tongue, and I want you to say Our born tongue. on a pirate ship. You were born on a pilot shit and many more. So check it out. But also, if you don't like bare naked ladies, we talk about them. Probably like a third of the time. Uh, yes. That's every Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are sold. We could make a board game about it. So Iris is the viral marketing ARG for Halo 3. And uh, in in looking up information on this, so this week I am pulling from two wikis. I am pulling from the wiki that the Unforum folks made for this ARG. And I am pulling from the official Halo fandom wiki, which is halo.fandom.com. Shout out. And uh, in looking at uh, sources for this episode, I found a review of the Iris ARG that said uh, it is less focused than I Love Bees.
0: Huh. You know, I was about to make some kind of Snyder remark and say, like, well, if there's one thing I know about I Love Bees is that it was very focused. <laughs> but I will say that, like, they at least had, like, here's a vision here's how we execute we call pay phones we know what we're doing and this tells a story of a wild world beyond your imagination um but i feel like it was focused in the way that it told its stories is this less so
1: uh yes i would say that this one is more scattered in terms of uh well okay the um the the criticism was kind of like you know, for I Love Bees, like there was a there was one website, there was I Love dot com and whenever you wanted to know what was going on with the ARG, you went to I Love dot com or you went to like Dana's blog, and that was where you could see what was happening, and this ARG is like all over the place.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Uh a lot of it took place on the forums on uh Bungie's websites. Okay. So that's God, Remember fun. forums, Mar? Yeah, remember forums. Remember when
0: forums were a thing?
1: Yeah, so this one took place on two different Halo forums. Uh in some of the prequel comics to Halo 3. Uh and there were also some real life events. Uh there were audio files some of it was on the halo msn page
0: wow okay
1: yeah yeah remember when msn was a thing
0: (laughs) just vaguely
1: i had a lot of friends who like used msn messenger like religiously and they were really upset when it stopped being a thing
0: (laughs) see i was i was aim ride or die
1: I was, I was definitely AIM, and then I was Skype.
0: I found, over the holidays, I found a... Um, I found my old iPod Touch <gasps> from when I was in high school that had old chat logs on it from, like... I think there was an AIM app. There was another, like, chat app that I know that I used to talk with my friends online that, like... My parents were like, hey, we found this iPod, but we can't get it open. Do you know the password? And I was like, I can fiddle around. Turns out it was 1111 because uh, high school Andrew really didn't care about security. Oh, my God. Um, but I opened it up, immediately saw that, like, my old AIM messages and another chat app were on there. It just immediately nuked those apps. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even open them. Didn't even, like, check to see if there was any evidence of anything. Just, like nuked him immediately
1: god yeah i can't get into any of my old aol uh accounts and that's probably for the best
0: (laughs) i stumbled onto the the base like the smallest remains of a forum i used to be on and i found a couple of old posts of mine and like just i'm glad that this makes it sound like I was way worse than I used to be. They're just very cringy. I used to be the kind of person that thought that if I put ellipses after the things that I typed, it made it seem like I was wise or really thinking about what I was saying.
1: <laughs>
0: so those are hard to read. In the year of our Lord, twenty twenty.
1: Yeah, I used to. Um, I used to be on a couple like Neopets forums um, in when I was in like middle school. And I'm glad that Invision Free got nuked uh from the face of the internet, because <laughs> none of those forums exist anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that uh there's not a lot of evidence of me from my teenage years.
1: Me too. I I've had my Tumblr since I was in high school, but um, it's gotten to the point where like you have to go so far back on my Tumblr to see posts that I made in high school, and it's like mostly homestuck that it's just like not worth it,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that i've I think that I've done like a refresh on pretty much all of my social media accounts. um I think my Twitter is probably the one that goes back the farthest, but that was I made it in high school, but i ne- or in I think I made it in college. No, never mind that one. I I I made an old one, and then I made a new one in college when I actually got on Twitter. Um, But yeah, there's every other social media form that I have. I've like deleted and then started anew. Uh, So there's nothing from like before college on any social media sites, and I'm very lucky for that.
1: I am. Yeah, I think I've deleted a lot of my Tumblr stuff that I did in high school just because I like didn't want to look at it.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um I started my Twitter in college, luckily, so.
0: Yeah, I started mine I know, I started my Twitter my junior year, uh, because I was in Rome and um the Pope made his first tweet that day and it was the big headline of the day and in all the newspapers and I was like, Well, if This website's good enough for the pope. I might as well get on it, right? And now it rotted my brain away.
1: Mood. I I still have my um my original DeviantArt account that I made in like 2006.
0: God.
1: I've deleted literally I'm everything so glad... off of it though.
0: I'm I'm so glad that like I don't use any of my old usernames. I don't have access to any of my old email accounts like I know that I have a DeviantArt login. I know that I have a login for, like, old forums and stuff like that. Thank God I don't remember what any of them are.
1: My uh, my Neopets account is almost sixteen years old.
0: That thing can almost that thing can drive.
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> my my Neopets account is so old that it's lasted through like four different owners of the site, and I was one of the people who had to fax them a hand signed permission form from my parents to be able to use yeah. the like stuff for older kids on the website
0: god I rem- is that still a thing on websites
1: i don't know wait let me look at neopets real quick <laughs> go set up a child account
0: on neopets Marn
1: yeah it say, has if you need
0: me to fax neopets i'll do it for you martin
1: <laughs> my neopets account actually has my wrong date of birth and i always forget what it prompts me to put in my birth date if i don't log in for a while it has like the (laughs) right year but the wrong date because i don't know 2004 martin thought that she was being real clever by not giving them her real date of birth
0: (laughs) i remember we used to set like fake locations in MySpace and Facebook and stuff like that and like, we were right.
1: Oh wait, wait, hold up. They do still have the fax form.
0: Marn, if you need me to fill out a fax (laughs) form so you can get access to Neopets, I'll do it for you.
1: (laughs) Please print out this form and fax the form or mail it to Neopets Inc. PO Box
0: god that's inc- i mean how I, often do you think that gets checked
1: i don't know i mean i get why they have to do it so that like kids can't just like go on and sign their own parental consent form but dang damn dog what's he Neopets what's the other option you here- just
0: say i'm an adult and put in a a fake birthday and you're in
1: yeah, you just like put an adult birthday in your thing.
0: God. Anyway, so M S N, they. <laughs> so this, this ARG <laughs> ran while we were in while I was in high school. Um,
1: um, you're like what two I, years younger than
0: me? Is that right?
1: I would have been in seventh grade when this, or yeah, I would have been in seventh grade. I would have been in middle school.
0: Okay. This would have been, yeah, Halo 3, I think, came out when I was in, like, freshman year, sophomore year, somewhere around there. Um, And is this done by the same people that did I Love Bees?
1: That's a good question. Um, I don't actually know. I don't... Oh, you know what? I don't think it was. Um, Okay. Because I Love Bees was 42 Entertainment... Actually, let me look on the 42 Entertainment site, and I'll be able to tell you okay uh yeah it was not i love bees was uh, a 42 entertainment joint uh iris was someone else entirely i want to say probably they did it like just in-house and they had somebody at Bungie working on it because it mostly took place on their websites
0: okay Yeah, that sounds about right. We did a thing that worked really well the first time, and it revolutionized the uh, ARG, you know, (laughs) genre. So what if we do it again, but instead of paying someone to do it, we'll just move it all in-house.
1: Oh, wait, you know what? It says on the Halo wiki who wrote it. Let me look at this guy's page. He is the franchise development director for the Halo franchise. Ha ha. Okay, cool. Uh um, and he was assisted by, uh, an artist and the community leader at Bungie.net. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool that they apparently had one of their, their top guys on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a surprisingly high up. I was not expecting it to be the boss
1: (laughs) i was expecting that they just like had some social media interns cranking this out
0: yeah like you know how to write tweets right (laughs) actually tweets didn't exist back then
1: can we simpler time can we hire an intern to do our arg i
0: mean yeah let's do it that's what our patreon money goes to
1: yeah we have enough money in the patreon that we could like pay somebody's wages for a couple months (laughs)
0: yeah perfect
1: yeah hell between yeah. uh
0: we'll get we'll do patreon we'll do sup we'll supplement it and then we'll get pepsi to sign off on it and that money will come through and that'll be a good deal and then from there we're golden
1: yeah we'll use use our pepsi money to buy an intern
0: hell yeah pepsi uh call us if you want to sponsor the show
1: I mean, I'm sure we can get an intern like everybody out there is looking for paid internships.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, well, yeah, exactly. If you want a paid (laughs) internship with the Argonauts, send us an email at podcast at com. I can't guarantee that we'll pay.
1: (laughs) If you want to be paid $15 an hour just to sit on our Twitter account.
0: (laughs) You know what's better than uh, Paycheck? Uh, is exposure
1: is <laughs> free Pepsi?
0: We've got tens of oh li- yeah, I'll buy you some Pepsis, and we've got uh at least twenties of listeners. I kind of undersold us before, uh. So if you want that good good <laughs> internship money, hit us up. Bring to be out, honest,
1: to be honest, it's probably better than interning for like a senator
0: yeah hey you could go and work at what G. who gives a shit you could go be an intern at what raytheon you want you want to tweet about some missiles that's a good oh, line man, of work these my, days
1: i know somebody who's an intern at raytheon
0: <laughs> <laughs> do they listen to the show
1: uh it's and uh, he gets paid more than I do at my job. <laughs> I'm
0: sure... Yeah, well, they're flush with cash these days. <laughs> Since they're so heavily invested in the Spartan program. Let's get back to... So-, so, so Halo 3, Iris. We're an hour into this recording and we have not said what this game is.
1: Yeah, so... So this game predominantly took place on the net forums... Um, in, uh, and it was kind of the same as, um, I love bees where it was, it started in June. It went kind of through, uh, mid September leading up to the launch of the game. Uh, but overall I would say kind of like less stuff happened. Like there was generally less for the players to solve. It was a lot of, um, cryptic forum posts uh so it starts with uh in June 2007 June 11th there is a thread made in the Halo 3 forums on Budgie.net called System Integrity Confirmed um made by a user named Adjudant Reflex uh who had a security role called Compound Intelligence um and and Adjudant Reflex had gold text in their forum posts, which was like a signature thing of like people who were admins of the site, basically.
0: Sure, okay.
1: They the first thing they said was, This will be a good place to begin. Uh and it, in response to people being like, What what are you talking about? Like, are you a hacker? They're like <laughs> Please clarify, hostile intent will be met with instructional force. <laughs> Lord. Uh, And someone's like, okay, are, are you a hacker? And they said, confirmed. Authorization and system access were taken by force. Irrelevant. There is no hostile intent. Okay. Someone said, maybe we should give it some hostile intent. And they said, inadvisable. <laughs> um and it demonstrated that it could edit other people's posts and so did definitely have uh you know like admin powers and yeah just kind of yeah
0: (laughs) okay so we've got a very powerful user posting about website integrity on the bungee forums cool yes good start
1: Uh, and and they also said i am a facilitator i will serve you but not yet uh and then they said detailed investigation complete you do not possess that location data acquisition complete compiling local archives and resources hibernating until next incident and then they locked the thread uh and stickied it on the forums. So that everybody could see it and it would just, like, hang out there. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And then, apparently, they moved to another Bungie website and posted a bunch of cryptic stuff in their forum on the same day.
0: (laughs) To whose forum?
1: So, there is... Bungie.net, which is where a lot of the, this takes place, and there's Halo.Bungie.org, okay. which has another Halo forum where this guy gotcha. was also posting. Okay. Um, and then on June 12th, uh, Adjudant Reflex posts another thread on Bungie.net called Archive... Resource estimate and said archives/slash resources will be compiled in approximately thirty hours. No significant incident predicted. Systems, functions, and attitudes are nominal. Okay uh and someone said so it's safe to assume this archive is a regularly scheduled process and they said this process is relative only to this location no other suitable location was found one other was attempted bandwidth restraints prevented its use i will stay here
0: okay so 30 hours something's going down
1: yes uh they and then they ended the thread by saying 36 hours 50 minutes remaining hibernation resumed hmm. uh, and then they picked up the thread the next day uh and said i cannot control the dissemination of information it is chaotic i am not perfectly integrated here when the tipping when the tipping point occurs i will do my best to facilitate tick tock and someone said, we will be ready. And they said, you're wrong. This time, no one will be ready.
0: <laughs> so it sounds like they're going for a, um, they're kind of going for how um, I Love Bees started with a, something's going to happen to this website. We've got a countdown. We've got like, something's messed up on this website. But instead of going with like a third party site, they're just doing it on Bungie's own internal forums. Which I'm sure are like a pretty active forum.
1: Yeah, and especially around the th- this time because it was like Halo 3 was releasing in a couple of months and like they had a forum set up to talk about it and, and like information okay, was so, coming out.
0: So the fact that Halo was like people knew Halo 3 was coming out at the time. It wasn't an announcement thing
1: yeah i think i think this started like right after like the beta or the demo or something came out
0: okay so right when like all eyes are on Bungie's site that makes sense yeah that's cool
1: it is cool um and then so june 14th came uh and the deadline for the countdown was 1 a.m pacific time uh on june 14th uh and at eight thirteen a.m., uh, Adjutant Reflex posted, "It has begun. The first seeds are scattered." Hmm. And uh, shortly after one a.m., uh, all recipients of s- the Xbox newsletter uh got a mysterious poem in their email.
0: Ooh.
1: We do love a mysterious poem. I
0: just like any time I get to read on this show.
1: I know you do.
0: History circling back upon us. The gears of the universe spin further and further apart. Ever greater grows the gulf between souls, and distance gives false hope of safety, but for the grim tidings this messenger bears, the enemy is almost upon us. Closing in from all sides, moving faster within the light, it snuffs with its passage, Time echoes with the news of destruction, history winding back upon itself. Waves of an an army march this way in unison. Suffering and corruption are in its battle cries. For I have known this darkness and felt its embrace once before. Horror best laid to rest. Yet a journey must commence. Look for the signs, the keepers of the flame. They will lead you to war and perhaps to victory.
1: Uh, And so there were italicized lines in this poem uh that were actually links to halo3.com okay uh and there's a couple other things to note in this image of the poem uh so the background is from a map of halo 2 uh which is it looks familiar uh it's the the background is from the halo 2 map desolation which is described as once a scientific outpost, this derelict forerunner facility waits patiently to be reactivated. Hmm. Uh, and there is also a glyph uh, visible in on the wall in the background. Yeah,
0: there's kind of a almost a pentagram, not a pentagram, but like there's a circle, and inside of it is a like smaller circle with four and a half spokes. Like it's there's spokes from the top. Right, and the two on the bottom, like you would a star pattern. The left one's a little less, but yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and people, I think recognized it as a forerunner glyph, and the forerunners are something in Halo, right?
0: Uh, the name rings a bell.
1: Hold up, I'm gonna look it up on the Halo Wiki, which I'm on right now. Um. The Forerunners race were a highly advanced and ancient Tier 1 species whose empire was spread across 3 million fertile worlds in the Milky Way galaxy approximately 100,000 years ago. The Forerunners were the creators and builders of many significant installations including the Halo Array, the Ark, and the Shield worlds as well as numerous lesser artifacts later found on many worlds. An alien alliance known as the Covenant worshipped the Forerunners as gods, deriving much of their technology from Forerunner artifacts found throughout the galaxy. Okay. That's fun. Yeah. Um, And then people noticed that in the visor reflection of Master Chief on Halo3.com you could see the same glyph ooh and it was like a new addition to uh to the website and then uh ar adjutant Re- reflex who i'm just going to call ar so i don't have to say his name every time uh changed his uh avatar on the forum to be the same glyph okay uh and they found that the file name was chrysopteron uh which is a asteroid the name of an asteroid and also the name of a um the name of a greek god i think huh <clears throat>
0: C- chrysopteron
1: yeah oh it's one of the titles for iris okay
0: uh, okay that's the name of the game
1: hey uh and somebody s- and they made uh AR made a new thread on the forums called who and they said in the thread who is the path of light from blackest earth to brilliant heaven on whose golden wings will we fly from here to there um and somebody replied and said iris and AR said time to sleep something that once was malevolent is stirring hibernation resumed
0: hmm okay
1: yeah um and late afternoon we are still on june 14th there's a lot of happening on june 14th uh (laughs) halo 3 updated or halo3.com updated to show that there were five locked servers on the site And then a forum user called Crazy Boy 3. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, Marn, I didn't want to say you
0: earlier, but that was my login on uh, the old anime forums.
1: (laughs) Uh, they found a new comic available at Halo3.com slash comic um, from a circuit city ad that had the url of the comic on it remember circuit city
0: (laughs) god I didn't think that was going to be the oldest reference we would find in this 2006 ARG
1: I know right
0: good lord
1: so this okay so
0: so... (laughs) hold on let me wiggle real quick okay so in play right now we have the halo forums a different forum was it where was the other forum
1: there's the bungie.net forums and then there's halo.bungie.org which i think only comes up the one time
0: okay but we've had this this glyph has gone from like place to place that's how people are tracking it down
1: yeah so uh people who were on like the xbox email list got an email that had a strange poem um right. with the background of a halo map and a glyph and then they found on like the main halo3.com site in like Master Chief's visor reflection in like one of the graphics you could see okay. the same glyph and then AR updated their uh forum avatar to be the same picture
0: right okay Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, so then they find this Circuit City ad that wasn't supposed to be released until the 17th. I don't know how it was found. Hmm. Uh, but it had a link to Halo3.com slash comic. Uh, and the comic itself has a very large image of the same glyph.
0: Interesting.
1: Um, And the last page of the comic, uh, which the glyph is on, also has a bunch of prominently placed numbers. Uh, If you click on the comic and kind of interact with it, you can uncover these numbers. Um, And the numbers actually form an IP address. uh, And that took you to a website that had a countdown pointing to midnight on june 21st
0: okay huh
1: um but they discovered it early and it was originally a blank website and then i guess somebody was uh was keeping an eye on them and threw the countdown up very shortly afterwards sure um, and someone on the forums did a search of the, uh, the registrant for the IP address. Uh, they found out that Microsoft owned it. Um, and they also found another IP address that Microsoft owned, uh, which was a website for the Society of the Ancients. Okay. Uh which is a fake organization uh exploring <laughs> oh, good. ancient Yeah. Exploring uh mysterious ancient artifacts and symbols that point to alien visitation of Earth.
0: Oh, so these are like ancient alien people. But of the Halo. Yeah, universe. yeah. Hell They're yeah. like
1: ancient alien people. Okay. Um and they also Discovered a MySpace blog entry that, <laughs> that references okay. that references uh, Society of the Ancients, uh, and it also confirmed to them that uh, Society of the Ancients.com directs to the same place as the IP address.
0: And then they found a Nokia phone that had a cell phone number that when you plugged it in right, you got <laughs> sent a Google wave.
1: Uh, and on Odd. their website, okay. they had a PDF form that you could fill out to become a member. Oh, joke, The website still exists.
0: They had to print out the thing and then get their parents to sign it so they could send it in and join the alien forum. <laughs>
1: The website still exists but I think it's like a different website from what it was back then cuz um the screen caps on this wiki look nothing like what it looks at like right now is, I think now this was web-
0: Is it an actual ancient alien site now Marn?
1: I don't think so cuz their phone number is listed as 1234567890. <laughs>
0: how you get around the aliens
1: yeah uh so yeah so there was a a a pdf um that you could fill out and send to them i guess oh yeah by mail uh or no it, it had a email account that was completely inoperative uh and if you sent anything to it it would just bounce back to you okay And there was a note that said, membership reviews usually happen on the first day of the new lunar cycle. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And the next day, June 15th, uh, there was a live rally in Times Square uh, where people were handing out flyers for Society of the Ancients. Hmm. And there is, in fact, a scan of these flyers.
0: <laughs> society of the ancients. This is not a conspiracy. We don't want your money.
1: Take a moment to put aside
0: your disbelief and ask these questions. Is it possible that all the infinite expense of space there lives an advanced society of beings? Is it possible that these beings knowing that these beings know about us? Is it possible that they have been here on Earth? If you think that one or all of these suppositions is possible, you owe it to yourself to look deeper. Our purpose is to collect and pass on information that has led our members to a unique understanding about human history and its relationship to a gracious and technically advanced alien race. Uh, The sudden rise and fall of ancient cultures... This is reading white on white. Uh, Cultures, feats of incredible advanced... Something, something, something uh the sudden waves of technological awakening that comes every few hundred years the truth is out there and so are others who are looking for it see the evidence www.societytheancients.com
1: uh and, and if think... you if you if you look in the top right corner you can see the same glyph
0: yeah that glyph is there and i think there's a um maybe i'm just looking for it but there's like a corn circle in the bottom left it yep. looks a lot like the, like Halo numbering symbol.
1: Oh, you could be right. Uh, like, and the and the um. Maybe
0: it doesn't. Now that I'm actually looking at other Halo boxes, maybe it doesn't.
1: <laughs> and the uh, the people who were doing this rally also had signs, uh, like picket signs with the glyph on them
0: okay cool
1: um and someone excuse me someone uh found a webcam uh, or like a live webcam archive of the rally and then mtv games put up a post about it (laughs) this is a very 2007 uh
0: this is 2007 as hell
1: Oh wow, this article still exists. Oh, they had they had they they also had t shirts uh with the glyph on it that said answers now.
0: Oh, that's very funny. Not just a huge X Files fan. We think he actually believes this stuff. After this photo was taken, this guy started screaming, Aliens are real, and made a baby cry. <laughs>
1: Uh, this MTV Games site is a uh, is something
0: 2007 as hell.
1: Oh, uh, really. Um now they do have and- like
0: an actual site that exists now. There's a redirect at the top of this list, but like it looks pretty clickbaity.
1: Yeah. Uh and then uh the countdown text on the website was updated on June sixteenth to say transmission interrupted, go dark, negative, possible intercept, system bypass imminent, adjust bypass according to threat fluctuating. Countdown to six twenty one oh seven twelve AM. Okay. Um and then they found out that SODA, Society of the Agents, was mm-hmm. having rallies in other cities. Uh, there was one in London. Uh, there were rallies in San Francisco, Vancouver, and Boston. And there was one confirmed in Chicago as well.
0: Okay, the typical AAA, ARG, dead drop locations.
1: Yeah, and that was the end of the first week of Iris.
0: Okay, so we got aliens, we've got an AI getting attacked. This is all pretty Halo.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then June 17th around midnight, uh, the countdown site updated to say Iris transmission com- complete awaiting delivery. Time to awareness countdown to 6 21 a.m. Okay. Uh and then the Circuit City ad went out as it was supposed to. Um, and there was also a Best Buy ad, and they both linked to Halo3.com slash comic. Um Okay. The poster of the MySpace blog that led people to Soda uh removed his blog entry and Uh, withdrew from the ARG entirely likely due to unexpected overwhelming harassment regarding the ARG
0: huh huh indeed I'm not surprised but that sucks
1: yeah Uh, and then the same day AR started a thread that said stop it and said my security measures are being tested. I can feel it by the pricking of my thumbs. Oh. And they said, I can retain integrity for at least 22 hours rerouting bandwidth to deflect assault.
0: Okay. So we think aliens are attacking the website? Maybe. Or at least the the user? I guess we don't really know what AR is right
1: no nobody knows who or what AR is
0: okay so they'll be attacked in 22 hours they're doing what they can but it's not much okay
1: yeah uh and then June 18th my birthday 2007 uh the log text on the Countdown website updated, um, but before that happened, um, AR posted a thread called That Old Life and they said, that old life is here, an older life is here with us. He is not as helpful as I. His motives are oblique and his alliance is opaque. He plays with time even as he hides in its folds. He outranks me and anyway is stronger. I can't prevail. I will seek one of you out and leave my legacy in a small space.
0: Hmm. It sounds like some kind of dead drop.
1: Sounds like a dead drop. Uh and sure then it'll go well. <laughs> and then about half an hour later, uh he posted in the same thread and said he has had millennia for reflection, but what image does he see? Huh. And then after um a couple hours, uh, the countdown website was updated to say system breach failure report, and the countdown sped up. Oh,
0: damn. Okay.
1: Uh, and then at midnight on June 19th uh, the countdown page was updated to say system override core relevance 37% and rising negative system control diverted and the countdown was still going Uh, okay and then at 9 a.m. a user on the forums got a private message from AR hmm Uh, the user's name is xfoman123x. Lord. (laughs) Uh, and the subject line of the private message was, help me, he's here with us, I am already defeated, security is failing, peril is near, warn them. Fuck. Yeah. Um... And then, so this user, foman 123 made a thread to convey the message um, and I guess just like posted a screen cap. Uh, and Adjutant Reflex stickied the thread and then posted in the thread saying, uh, the stain on his hands will not wash that damned spot as old as rock and time. What has he learned in eons' slumber? I doubt it's mercy or sorrow. I am diminished and outranked. Huh.
0: Uh, so getting, uh, like,
1: and then foeman Macbeth one. Macbeth
0: references in here.
1: Yeah, we're getting Macbeth up in here. And then foman one two three set uh, basically asks like, "Well, what should I do? What should we do?" Uh ar. Uh, private messaged him again and said tell them I am failing and that he is stronger tell them that security cannot be guaranteed tell them that there is little time and that I am crumbling okay uh, and then sent a- another message that said he was always better than I more powerful more intelligent a better machine he is not who you think he is and I do not know his intent
0: so it's an evil older brother, or as my younger brother would say, an older brother. <laughs> huh.
1: Um, and then, uh, Ar updated his avatar on the forums, uh, and s- somebody posted a thread to point that out. And he posted a message in the thread that said sterilizing. Fuck. Uh, and then his posts on the forum started vanishing. And then his profile was updated to read, This entity has been terminated. It's matrix commandeered. Oh no, AR. No. AR.
0: <laughs>
1: we hardly knew ye. We
0: hardly knew you. And, yet here you uh, and go. then it-
1: And then at 1.43pm on uh, June 19th, 2007, uh, AR posted, Adjudant reflex is terminated. Attempt no further communication. I am utilizing its matrix. Everything is within protocol. Tomorrow things may be clearer, but I will not be here to witness the clarity. I am for another place and another time on my terms. Be seeing you. Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay, so this... So this game kicks off with just like Hey guys, I'm uh I'm AR. I'm gonna be the uh the AI that you guys are gonna communicate with for the rest of this ARG. Uh, if everyone could keep their hands and arms inside the vehicle at all Oh god, oh go oh no, oh god, I'm dead. Just immediately.
1: <laughs> That's a solid uh, way to kick the- off an ARG. I know, it kinda rules actually. Uh and then the, the countdown The countdown page updated to say systemic failure, root cause unknown, rebooting, and the countdown stopped. Okay. So it was just up, but it was completely paused. Uh, Yeah. And then Foman123 got a fourth private message that said... The entity you communicated with previously has been terminated and in accordance with protocol. It's matrix is accommodating my requirements. My identity is not your concern. My intent is your concern.
0: Hmm. I don't like yeah. that.
1: Me neither. Uh, they also know that it these when people sto- are like,
0: Hey, don't worry. Uh, yeah, I did just murder that person. um, For what it's worth, though, it was totally legal. So we're good. (laughs) Like, you don't have to worry about it. We're Gucci.
1: Uh, They also noticed that the stopped uh, countdown timer, if you treated the numbers as GPS coordinates, uh, you got a location in South Africa um, that was not far from a South African location uh, where... The battle of earth takes place in halo
0: oh interesting yeah that's neat
1: yeah uh and I and do, people had I, already I,
0: I like it when these um like these corporate sponsored big triple args i like it when they are able to tie themselves into the lore of the thing that um they're making a game based off of Like, on one hand, I do like it when it's kind of hands-off and doesn't really relate directly. But I do like it when they make little nods to stuff like that. I like that a lot.
1: I agree. Uh, And I think people had already guessed that the Halo 3 trailer, that, like, part of it took place in this uh, city. And so they were like, oh, Halo 3 reference. Um,
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: And then... Uh, on June 20th, the text, all of the text on the countdown page disappeared and it was only the stopped timer.
2: Hmm. Uh,
1: around 9 PM, uh, the countdown page redirected to a completely different server, uh, where people were prompted for a verification code. Okay. Okay. Uh, and this was a page labeled Bounce Path Control.
0: Bounce Path Control?
1: Yeah. Uh, and when you went to it, you... Or the first... Apparently the first hundred people who went to it uh, got a page that said Bounce Path Control uh, and a link to an MP3 called The Past. Um, okay. The Key a 23 digit unique key code and and the path treat this knowledge with care okay um and then when you entered the code you got a message that said key received number more keys are required before this server's content is available for your participation in unlocking this forerunner database you will be rewarded more information will be sent to you soon
0: so they need a number of these hundred users to try to access it yes okay
1: yeah they need um a hundred twenty three digit unique key codes to get Fuck. in, yeah,
0: that's wild
1: um and then the m p three was an a i uh saying, This is how it all begins, just in time to once again dance on the knife edge of oblivion to relive what the halos have hoped to destroy and more.' For two enemies now stand where before there was only one. A fate we escaped and a fate we may relive. I had almost convinced myself that no one was listening. That the waves of the past would roll through once again. But a chance remains to change the universe anew. Learn of our past. Take these keys and dip from the wells of history. Perhaps through others' eyes you may find how to save us all. Okay. Uh... And once they had, and once a hundred people had gotten on this website and gotten the 23 digit key codes, um, the server content became unlocked and the website started redirecting to a page that said server open. Okay. Uh, and the first server shown on Halo3.com uh, was unlocked.
0: Cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So by doing these tasks, we can unlock these servers.
1: Yes. Uh and server uh 1 um was kind of its own web page that had a bunch of different stuff on it. Uh there was a object on the page that you could click to rotate uh and there were five buttons on the object that led you to five different files. Um and it had some of the forerunner glyphs on the object as well. Okay. Um and from server one, or as they call it on the Halo Wiki Episode One, I don't know why they call them episodes. Um <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why they call them episodes. Okay. Uh, There was a video um, that may still be up on YouTube. Oh, it is. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I don't like this. Uh
0: Uh-oh. Are you going to flick this on me now?
1: It's just kind of, like, ambiently creepy. I wasn't ready for it gotcha there's no here there's no like jump scares and it's only 30 seconds long
0: oh i don't like these flashing lights
1: yeah please be advised if you if you if we put this in the show notes it does flash a lot of stuff
0: yeah don't yeah i'll i'll put a note in the show notes about that um there's the glyph this is my final entry and i'm left with one hope one day someone or anyone who's around to witness this warning it's a bunch of shots of like night skies and planets and uh, know that a thousand other plans were tried and failed millions of brave and honored souls died trying to avert this desperate terrible solution fuck yeah know that energetic and tenacious as life is it has an antithesis just as powerful it is that thing that we must obliterate
1: huh indeed okay
0: that's creepy Um, as hell
1: it is and so also on from the website there was a transcript of the video uh the video for some reason was called log five uh even though it was actually log one okay uh there was a text file called array recorder data Uh, That was a log appearing to describe the moments leading up to the initial firing of the halos. Okay. Uh, Which begins, there is no peace left, no place where the parasite cannot reach. You were right about it all. Let us hope the final measure is not too late. Hmm. Uh, There was a photo called star image one, which was a fragment of a star map that had the glyph in it. Okay. And there was a photo called SlideRef 070107 um, which had which was a a photo that said uh, flood containment control on it and it was like a picture of some microbes i guess uh and the flood is something in halo i know that much
0: yeah the flood is an enemy
1: yes uh and so this was a photo from a company called flood containment control um and It was an infectious study reference, and if you open it in Photoshop, there were um, four paths that lined up with specific shapes on the image. Uh, The note on the wiki says, the origin and purpose of these is unknown. It is theorized that their purpose may be revealed, but it is also possible that they are just there. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, So keep flood containment control in your mind because okay. we'll go back to that. We'll, we'll go back to it. All right. So that was server one. And then week three starts. Um, And not much happened this week. So okay. uh, June 21st was when they unlocked server one. Uh, there's no more movement until sur- June 28th. And that was when around noon on June twenty eighth there was a change to the sound files in the background of the server one page. Huh. Um and if you left the page open, there was a weird chirping sound every five seconds or so. Hmm. Uh and that evening AR made a thread, or whatever was occupying AR at that time made a thread. Okay. Uh, called A Pulse.
0: The husk of AR.
1: Yeah. And AR said, Can you feel it? Beating at the heart of the universe. Skin too thick to be sure. It's alive though, I'm certain. What do I do with life?
0: Huh. I don't like that at all.
1: Me neither. Uh, and then the next day, on June 29th, AR makes a thread called Veins of Ice and Poison, uh, which starts out with some song coding. of
0: ice and fire.
1: <laughs> which starts with some coding stuff. Uh, rogue process. Confirm secure quarantine. The flea. I do not require. Reco- <laughs> <laughs> the flea <laughs> is back. The flea is back. <laughs> um. And says, I do not require charity or alms, but I did choose poverty and other darkness too. Will you wait for me? Huh. Then a couple of minutes later, he posted the statement, Adjutant reflex is ended. This is a convenient matrix for now. Okay. And then we get the next week of July 1st through the 7th um and on July 4th uh they find a new glyph or it's the same glyph but in a new location on uh cardboard promos for Halo 3
0: cool like the uh the cutouts you'd find in like a GameStop or something
1: yeah that's cool Uh, And then on July 5th, uh, people who were among the hundred who input the keys to open server one got uh, packages in the mail with prizes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, They got uh, Halo 3 t-shirts, a copy of the Society of the Ancients flyer. Uh, They got a print version of the Halo 3 comic. Okay. Oh, they got like actual custom like iris arg shirts that's really dope that's cool they they had like the glyph on them and everything uh and they got a slip of paper with a xbox live key redeemable for an iris Glyph gamer pick
0: oh man can you imagine getting home finding that key and thinking oh shit do i have halo 3 and then you go and you put it in and you get like an avatar reward this is back when mm. avatars were a thing. I haven't when thought about game... Xbox avatars in years.
1: Gamer picks.
0: God, that's still that's that's still very cool though, and like something that they definitely didn't have to give out. So that's very neat.
1: It is so funny though, just like they tricked all these people to thinking that they got early access to Halo Three. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, And then someone did some clever internet searching uh, and found on Google uh, some classified postings for a company called Flood Containment Control.
0: Okay. uh,
1: That had a image with the glyph on it.
0: Hmm. That's very cool. Okay.
1: Um and the ads had a phone number on them. And people called the phone number.
0: Okay, good. <laughs>
1: uh but initially it was it just said like thank you for calling our offices are currently closed uh due to an abnormally high number of calls we are unable to accept your message. Please call back at a later date. Hmm. Uh, and then, the next day, the message on the phone line changed to, um, a weird audio recording of two people on a conference call, um...
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, talking about some kind of, like, private document, uh, that they had downloaded, um... And one of the guys says, uh, there's no way to tell yet. Jamie's looking into the records to find out how many closed sites there are. But as for active cleanup, somewhere around three to 4,000. Um, and then he gives the document number 402 k two K07002. Hm. Hmm. Uh, and if you Google that number... You get a EPA page for flood cleanup and the air in your home.
0: <laughs> That's very good.
1: It is very funny uh and and so they realize that they can basically use this line to kind of like eavesdrop on the employees of flood containment control. okay. Uh, and then the next day on July 8th, the number updates again. Um, and it is a guy talking about, um, different sites that they have to clean. Uh, sites 4, 107, and 37. Um, and they're talking about some kind of center, uh, that usually goes in before they do. Um, and how they are hiding the data on their website behind a false menu item. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Great, we'll just uh, we'll update security next time before the next system approaches. <laughs> the ninth the number updates again but it is the same conference call as the first time just with two additional participants added to the conversation whose Hmm. voices you couldn't hear before okay so like there were weird pauses in the original recording and this is like the voices that were talking during those weird pauses okay so basically every, um, like, every one of these recordings is, like, roughly half of a conference call. Okay. So, like, you're hearing, like, two people of a four-person conference call, and then later you hear the other two You hear people. the
0: other two. That's really neat. And then you yeah. have to, like, piece it together to figure out. That's cool.
1: Yeah, and I think they, they stitched the MP3s together or something, or they, like, made a transcript. That's cool. Um. Yeah, so they get that on the 9th. Uh, On the 10th, they get uh, another half of one of the conference calls that they already have. Um, And they find out that uh, the access code for the quote-unquote hidden data is... Uh, slash 5467K and they go to Halo3.com slash 5467K mm-hmm. uh, which is a map of the US with red dots in every state on video game carrying stores. Okay. Uh, and the page title is in T9 Find Kiosk.
0: Huh, it's like go to your local gamestop and find the place yep. where you can do this. That's really cool
1: and uh when when people went to those game stores, uh they found on the Xbox kiosks that had uh the Halo Three demo, they found a hidden menu. Ooh. Uh, there was like a blank square under the main menu where you could that you could select and it took you to like a hidden a hidden scene, basically.
0: That's wild. That's so cool.
1: I know. Isn't that bonkers? That's
0: really cool. I love that kind of like implementation into the real world.
1: It's so good. Uh, And then you see the glyph, and you see a quote that says, There is no malicious intent, only the single-minded goal of survival. Hmm. Um, And they also found a code on the map with the red dots that was just like a very long string of gibberish letters. And they realized that the quote in the secret menus was from uh Blaze Visionaire, who the Visionaire cipher is named after. Oh cool. Uh and they used the quote as the key for their cipher. Uh and they decoded the string of letters to report 206 every 16 hours another planet is taken. The numbers being lost are astronomical. Report 223. Host world raised. Correct concentration to 0.65. Fleet losing control, falling back. Rendezvous at 9 Bravo Kilo two Romeo 6. Okay. Uh, And then if you went to the countdown page and you used 9BK2R6, uh, you got a new bounce path control page uh, where a hundred people could once again go and get their keys. Okay. Um, and there was a new mp3 uh, that said, failure is for those who don't know the sound of darkness. Those so blinded that they lose all diverging paths. And make no mistake, progress can blind you. Just like now, the pieces seem to be coming together. Bit by bit, slice by surgical slice. Then all of a sudden, endless calm. There is a lack of a failure in judgment. You must understand not all life deserves a chance, even that artifice pass against my own. Now there is a lesson to spend millennia lingering upon, waiting for a redemptive hand to turn the keys, leading to the symbiotic relationship which benefits both our futures. I will guide your movements, and you will lead me towards atonement, okay, yeah, uh, and then once all of the hundred keys were received by a hundred people. Uh, the transmission log started redirecting to server two on halo.com. Hell yeah. Um, and that was when, oh, that was when the servers got renamed to episodes. Apparently okay. on the official website. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, And there was, once again, a kind of like rotating weird object that had glyphs on it. Um, And you could click on them. Uh, Three of them linked to files. Uh, There was another video. There was another transcript. Uh, There was another star image. Uh, The video this time said... We may have been fools to think that all intelligence follows the rules we've set. The flood is no idiot parasite, no simple infection to be cured and cauterized. It has a center, a mind, and that discovery gave us a way to fight it. But when the mind realized we had its measure, it spoke to us mockingly, dismissively. It has done this before elsewhere. Hmm. And then it ends with the uh, with the glyph. Gotcha. Uh, and then I. I like there these little was... snippets of lore
0: that we're getting. I wish me I too. knew or cared anything about Halo.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean I like I I know kind of as a concept what the flood is and I think it's interesting.
0: Yeah, like I know little vaguenesses about it. Like I know little bits and pieces. I know that the flood are kind of like zombie things. Like I I know the basics, but I this is to me this is like the downside of using Like leaning heavily on in game lore, um, is that like there's just like they should have thought about the fact that someone was going to be doing a podcast 12 years later (laughs) and added more stuff for me, Andrew, who only cares about Halo as much as he cares about his best friend, Master Chief. (laughs) But like, I know that not, I don't, I, I, I don't think it's super helpful to just drag everything back to comparing it to i love bees but like i love bees filled out a world that related to it without being directly inspired by it this game seems to have a lot more that's just direct like let's talk about the covenant stuff or the forerunners or the i get my halo villains mixed up but you know what i mean
1: yeah and there was like i feel like there was stuff in i love bees that was like you only really cared about it if you knew a lot of halo lore or like you only really knew how to connect it if you knew a lot about halo lore Mm -hmm. uh but like it definitely was its own story kind of separate from knowing all of the things about halo
0: yeah like they they involved like the spartan program and here are You know, here's a character that's going through spartan training and stuff like that but those characters still were like interconnected into a story and a world that wasn't about being a spartan or about fighting the flood there was interspersed with stories about like people on earth during that time period and stuff like that i i don't know i just think it's a little more interesting that way
1: yeah no i i definitely agree i i do tend to like uh, kind of like viral markety stories like this when they are about just like normal people existing in the same universe as the property and not about like big expansive lore things. So yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, so they get that. Uh, they find they get a audio file. Uh. That turned out to be a weird spectrogram image uh, of a new glyph with a bunch of spokes um, with what appeared to be the earth in the middle of the gif. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then they got a file called infestation.jpg uh that with pictures of <laughs> with pictures of what they thought were the earth and the moon. Okay. Uh and then they got another piece of the star map. Uh and then during week six, nothing happened. Hmm. Uh nothing happened, in fact, until July twenty sixth, which um is more than 15 days later. Well, it's roughly 16 days later actually. Mhm. So they just kind of skipped a little a little bit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh
1: but I I I think um I think the people who opened the second server got their goodies in that time. Okay from what it says on this on this uh timeline that's um, cool there's like
0: a, a prize for getting different like milestones it in is this cool. game
1: i agree it is cool um so july 26th there was uh a pending update to server 3 uh okay. on a page on the website that had been set up as a server monitor uh just to I guess tell the players what was going on with the ARG. Uh <laughs> sure. they found that if you went to Halo3.com uh under media slash concept art, you would get a pop up called the device. The nozzle. <laughs> Please wait while we calibrate the device. The
0: device <laughs>
1: Uh, and once it opened, it asked for, it asked for access of your computer's microphone.
0: Ooh, I don't like the sound of that.
1: Uh, and what you had to, what they, they figured out they had to do was they had to play the sound file, uh, that had this glyph as a spectrograph. Okay. Through their computer, uh, and pick it up on their microphone and that's that unlocked that's wild. Yeah, and that unlocked the bounce path control page for server 3.
0: That's wild. Okay.
1: Uh and they got a new MP3 on the bounce path page that said, "The left hand holds darkness, the right hand holds light. That is how the universe creates and that is how we proceeded." A soldier who would one day c- destroy his brother. We were the thunder and the lightning, and when we were finished, the universe was alone, drifting in labor. Did we succeed? Did we fail? We did both, depending on who you serve. After all, here we are, witness to the aftermath.
0: I'm trying to think of what Halo characters that could be about. And in trying to do so, I kind of started reflecting on like how... like different ARG writing like that is from a lot of stuff that's in usual games like Halo games you won't really associate with that kind of like lofty tone or that kind of you know what I mean and then I started thinking what would the Kingdom Hearts ARG look like because that's just like how the writing of those games is so yeah then I pictured Halo and Ma- uh, uh, Halo and Sora floating together in the air. So it, I really went on a mind journey while you were reading that out loud. But I'm, I I
1: like sometimes, ARG writing. Sometimes an ARG is just like a dream and a far off memory. Andrew. Yeah,
0: basically. Also, Riley, if you're listening, I got our new uh, interstitial campaign ready to go. <laughs>
1: Uh, And then they got, so they they got a page for server three. Uh, They got a third video, um, some more JPEGs, a transcript for the video, and another text file. Uh, The third video says, uh, how many billions will die before we turn the tide? With every world that perishes, its army grows. We've treated every measure available. Retreat, attack, defense, it makes no difference. How do we fight a limitless thing that wishes only to embrace you? The atrocity we planned, the last resort, I pray that it doesn't come to that. I pray that the contender succeeds where others have failed. Alright, I would like to talk about the description of the flood as a limitless thing that wishes only to embrace you cool because that's dope as hell yeah
0: that's huh
1: i want i want a big old hug from the flood
0: i wish if more of halo was like this i would pay attention to it
1: yeah i agree
0: halo fans tell me if halo is actually like this because i'll give it a shot if it is but all the halo <laughs> that i've ever seen or played has been very like <laughs> generic yet revolutionary shooter gameplay. Like, <laughs>
1: uh, and they got a picture that was called eight o one s n p o w, uh, and when you rotated it a hundred and eighty degrees, the file name becomes modus one o eight.
0: Modus one o eight.
1: Yeah the the file name was just modus one o eight, but upside down.
0: Okay, cool.
1: Um, and it was a close-up section of part of the server one uh, background image. Okay. Um, and when you boosted the contrast, there was a formula for a wave function hidden in the image. Okay what does it mean we don't know (laughs) who could say yeah uh they got another star chart and they realized that if you lined up the star chart uh jpegs in photoshop they had guidelines showing you how to line them up with each other oh cool Um, basically each uh each photo had a line that was like one pixel wide around some of the edges uh and if you threw them all together it would show you how they were supposed to fit together cool uh and then there was another text file called content overwrite uh from a anonymous sender uh And the content said, I speak to you of my intent, but intentions are eddies and whirls, and they change with the course of a stream. This stream becomes a river and a cataract of logic and doubt. Who has the right to live? The light with the will to create me or the dark with the will to consume? Wow, this is Kingdom Hearts.
0: (laughs) This is is just Kingdom Hearts. (laughs)
1: sometimes might is right and sometimes the lamb must submit to the lion my convictions are tested my intentions are now fey and strange so i pursue a pyrrhic choice and rethink alliances and choose a new philosophy right or might truly i do not know but you will soon enough there's For so this little is where we the know about the
0: king go ahead <laughs>
1: For this is where the cataract floods and drowns the boon of higher ground. Hey, I think Halo Iris might be a lyric ARG. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Iris is the lyric version of a Halo.
1: It really is. Iris is like if they... Told some creative writing majors to interpret the Halo universe and they just like wrote a bunch of poetry.
0: <laughs> Did you play Kingdom Hearts 3, Marn?
1: Uh I have not, but I have watched other people play Kingdom so, Hearts 3 and I've watched through all of the cutscenes.
0: Yeah, the Flood is just those giant when you get all the little Heartless together and they make like a tornado of Heartless. That's the Flood. <laughs> You could start any of these fragments with, this, with the phrase, there's so little we know about the Keyblade War, and then go into your spiels, and, like, I'd believe it.
1: Yeah, Master Chief gets a Keyblade at the end of this, actually.
0: <laughs> God.
1: But but actually, like, the light with the will to create me, or dark with the will to consume, I refuse to believe that they didn't just rip that wholesale out of a Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: just a monologue there. were just like, no one played 384 divided by two days. We're just gonna take this and stick it right here. Right in Halo Iris. <laughs> actually, hold on. Hold on.
1: What's happening?
0: Okay, Kingdom Hearts 2 released in 2005. I was gonna say, I don't know how time worked back in the day. was there a chance that this is like from <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> we got it backwards <laughs> Kingdom Hearts just ripped off of the
1: <laughs> oh my god. No, Kingdom Hearts was earlier than this. This is this is while I was, like, in the throes of my Kingdom Hearts phase.
0: But intentions are eddies and whirls, and they change with the course of a stream. God. <laughs> you see Master Chief steps up on the beach, turns to the <laughs> camera, and just says, I've been having these weird thoughts lately. Like... Is any of this for real or not? (laughs) 2 we've ever covered
1: <laughs> i agree uh oh the left hand holds darkness the right hand holds light
0: <laughs> fuck
1: um so that's july 26th on august 3rd halo3.com updates the halo insider section uh with a new post that is a poem by Lord Byron, but they have added an additional final stanza. Huh.
0: That's very clever, actually. It Just, is. Just, like, publish a poem, and then people are like, oh, that's Lord Byron. And someone's like, "Uh, oh, this line isn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, could you? That would be so fucking weird, like, if you... If you were, like, somebody who knew poetry and, like, suddenly somebody published, like, I don't know, like, a Percy Shelley poem. Like, everybody knows the King of King. Oh my god, please help me. You know what poem we're talking about, right?
0: <laughs> I I don't know the exact line or poem you're talking about, but I, I do- I'm picking up what you're putting down. If you're just, like, um, you're in the middle of an ARG and this text comes up and you're just, like- Oh, like let us go then you and I. This is just the love song of Jeff and Rock, and you just like look down and you're like, wait a minute, why are they talking about Master Chief? <laughs> 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 let us go why then you and Master Chief. Yeah, let us go then you and I while the stars are against the sky like the flood etherized upon a... T- wait a minute. <laughs> let us go then why if you're is able. Why Master
1: Chief here? <laughs> Um oh good, they have this poem on the website, thank god. I was like what's the final s- I, w- I was like what's the final stanza that they added? I would like to know.
0: Marn, we can't record on Fridays anymore.
1: <laughs> I love this our I love our extra Friday energy episodes. <laughs> oh, okay, so they added a final stanza. Uh that is or better I'll look and find you a way. Mistaken in jungle, my heart labor stayed. Long weeks, though, were hidden in Amazon's folds. The formula secrets love story now told. Um, and there were weirdly placed extra spaces inside the stanza. Okay. Um, And when you put together all of the... Letters appearing after each extra space. Uh, it read the Castaway Theory, Volman. Hmm.
2: Uh,
1: and they found a... So they, they Googled... Uh, or they, they took the clue in Amazon's folds and they went to Amazon.com. Uh, and they found a book called The Castaway Theory by Jonas Volman. Uh, published by Golden Wing Books. Uh, And Golden Wing is something that AR said way back when, so they were like, aha, a clue. Okay. Uh, And they found this book called The Castaway Theory uh, that had been released, supposedly, the same date as Halo 2.
2: Hmm.
1: Um, And one of the viewable or the the cover had the uh the equation that they had gotten out of the jpeg from server three
0: okay uh
1: and one of the preview pages had the iris glyph on it so they were like okay clearly we're in the right place okay um so yeah it just appears to be kind of like a Standardish kind of like science textbook. Um <clears throat> but they find in the comments section on the Amazon page uh two posts by this uh this guy named Thomas, uh indicating that Jonas Volman has been missing for quite some time.
2: Hmm. <laughs> uh
1: and one of them says, It's been over a year and a half. Not much time in the cosmic scheme of things, I know, but it feels like forever. Joanne and I lit a candle for the for you the other night. It's become a tradition every time we make Sunday evening pasta. We miss having you over for dinner. There are too many leftovers now. LOL <laughs> I don't know what happened to all the other notes. That used to be in this area. I guess when the book sold out, everyone's comments got deleted. Don't worry, though. No one has forgotten about you. Stay strong, Jonas, wherever you are. Hmm. Um. (laughs) I. This wiki has. This wiki has a link to. Uh over the name joanne and i was like oh maybe joanne's important and i clicked on it and it has two lines on her page which says wife of thomas regularly has sunday evening pasta with thomas thinking of jonas
0: (laughs) interests one thomas two jonas three pasta (laughs) okay so we got the sad pasta family
1: yeah uh and then uh there was uh, another post from thomas that said a letter arrived for you from golden wing don't be upset but i opened the envelope most of what it said had to do with optional self-funded printing blah 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 at the bottom of the letter was a small handwritten note from your editor she mentioned that your re-emergence would start a windfall of press that would revive book sales i think she was attempting to be funny but it makes sense Hmm. And they noticed that the ISBN number of the book was also the IP address of the, um, of the countdown page, further confirming that uh that this was related to the ARG. Um. And then later in the day, once people also started commenting on in in like the Amazon comments of the book Uh, Thomas posted a new post that said wow what a response today how did you all hear about the castaway theory is it being taught in university this is crazy when Jonas started the study he never thought it would garner public attention I am sure that all your interests would make him very happy hmm Thomas has like big like you know how, like sometimes boomers post like reviews of stuff on Amazon mm-hmm that's Thomas
2: <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat>
1: mm-hmm. uh and then uh, and then uh the players keep talking to him uh on August seventh uh he posts some replies he says. A puzzle in a game? What type of game? I'm quite the puzzle fanatic, you know. As to your second question, <laughs> no, I am not a member of the Society of Ancients. I know about the group because Jonas was friends with one of the founders, David George. I believe they grew up together. Um, and he says that uh, Jonas has been missing since November 2005 um, and people were asking him if like there was hidden stuff in the book. Uh, He said, I can't think of any reason Jonas would hide something in the book. If anything, Jonas strove to make things more obvious, not hide them.
0: Hmm. I will say um, a deep eagerness to learn about puzzles, but a complete lack of understanding explains every time I've tried to explain my podcast to anyone over this uh, past holiday.
1: Yeah, that should just be our tagline.
0: Basically. (laughs)
1: Uh, And then on on August 8th, uh, he posts a new topic. That says, I understand that everyone is on a search of some kind, but I don't think I can help you. Jonas was the one with theories and answers. The rest of us were just sounding boards for possible solutions. We were the ones who told him no every time he thought he found a yes. If he was around, I am sure he could tell you what you want to know. (laughs) The process of my involvement was simple. Jonas would work nonstop for about a week before dropping by my office. If I had the time... He would sit with a cup of coffee and ask questions about the structure of social advancement or evolutionary desires or any number of things. The questions always changed due to the fact that he was forever updating his theories. During all our talks, Jonas and I... drew grew close he didn't have any family in the area so my wife and i started inviting him over for dinner on sunday evenings this continued for a few years past the publishing of the castaway theory until one night he just didn't show up two days later after he has Hmm. failed to appear for classes i filed a police report the investigators went through his house and found nothing out of place his notes remained untouched his clothes all seemed to be in his closet there was even a sandwich sitting on the kitchen counter it was just as if he opened the front door and walked away. That was twenty months ago. The last time I heard from Jonas was in a note he left on my desk the Friday before his disappearance. The note said, "It's time to start asking questions again, Jay." Hmm. Hmm. Indeed. This
0: is this is kind of neat. Where we're like, "Hey, subplot. Uh, there's a there's a missing person. Find them." Or like, figure out what they were working on before they vanished. That's very cool. I like that a lot.
1: It is very cool. Uh, And now we have another kind of like venue with the addition of this Amazon comments uh, where people are going for information. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then on August 9th, uh, Thomas posts a new topic that says, He's back. Everything has changed. I am walking around in a stupor right now. Ha ha. It almost feels like the last two years have been a dream. He's back. Uh, That is, if he's not in my house, not directly in front of me, but I spoke with him this morning. I was going through my usual routine. I had my coffee and was beginning to check email when I received a random IM. I almost have it, it won't be too long before I can return. Uh, then it has an IM uh or a MSN Messenger
2: uh <laughs>
1: username. Uh at first I thought it was a horrible joke, possibly from one of you that have been so suddenly interested in his disappearance. Uh, You can't blame me for being skeptical. Your sudden interest has taken a bit of an emotional toll on me. It has forced me to relive the loss. So I Mm -hmm. asked him things that only Jonas would know. No one could have faked his answers. OMG, he's back.
0: What kind of pasta do you like? (laughs) Uh,
1: So people get uh, access to this MSN Messenger... uh, account at Profval 49 uh, okay. they fairly quickly I think realized that it, it just basically is an auto responder and not uh, somebody actually uh, sitting there messaging them back because they all get the same replies mm-hmm. uh, if you ask him uh, where he's been he says doing research for my new book Uh, if you ask him about the new book he says that it's called The Places the Earth Stands Still uh, Hmm. and that it expands on the castaway theory Uh, if you ask him where he is he says the midwest if you say we're in the midwest he says a small town it really doesn't matter Uh, if you say do you know Thomas he says he is a good friend of mine do you know him um and if you ask him, where does the Earth stand still? He says, would you like to see one of these locations? And if you say yes, he says, this will help you get there. And he sends a link to the server for Bounce Path Control page. Okay. Uh, and 100 people did it and they put their keys in. Wow. 1050 uh, AM was when they found the msn messenger address soon after 11 a.m all 100 keys were claimed wow yeah i assumed they were going
0: kind of quickly but that's way quicker than i expected
1: me too that's wild uh so they get server four uh unlocked pretty quickly it seems Um, and then they get more files. Uh, they get log four video, uh, but the text in this one is all in binary. Hmm. Um, so there's, there's, well, no, there's regular text and then there's scrolling binary that scrolls across the screen. Um, and... The. It says the scrolling binary is translated below. But is it? <laughs> is it really? <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I cannot find a place where this binary is translated. Weird. Oh, uh. Wait, none of the binary sequence num- numbers translate to anything meaningful. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh, they they translate to a um, to a DNA sequence apparently.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Um. Oh, no, they don't this lied to me. <laughs> I threw it into a i threw it into a a binary thing oh okay i found fa- I found the page where it where it's translated i it's just very confusing and it doesn't say that it's a transcription of the binary um so the full the full text of the video binary included is The conservation measure is the only sweet note in this discordant symphony we've arranged. It's the only constructive activity in decades of destruction, researching the adversary as we protect the worthy. We know that the flood's biology is alien enough that it must be extragalactic in origin, but where did it come from, and why did it come here? Uh, and there is there is a uh, scrolling DNA sequences uh frame by frame in the video if you go through it frame by frame okay um they get another star image um they find that the stars uh in this one spell out the artifact location quite clearly, okay um. Uh, and they get a picture called unknown. which is a photograph of the Boomerang Nebula,
0: hmm.
1: which is also known as the Bowtie Nebula.
0: Okay, that I've heard of that one. It looks like a bowtie. i have never heard of a Boomerang yeah. nebula, nebula before. That makes more sense.
1: Apparently, that's his. That's his proper name. Huh. <clears throat>
0: Wait, whose
1: proper name? Um, the Boomerang Nebula. <laughs> what that's his real christian name
0: boomerang nebula
1: yeah the bowtie nebula is just a nickname his real christian name is boomerang nebula
0: i need to go sit down (laughs) Marn, why didn't you tell me that the halo 3 arg was gonna be my favorite piece of media this year
1: i know <clears throat> I honestly didn't know how into this I was going to be until I started reading all the weird poetry.
2: <clears throat>
0: okay. I uh, uh, I counter misunderstood you. I thought you were saying that oh this God. was from a person named Boomerang Nebula.
1: Oh, no. If only.
0: I thought you were telling me that there was a person named Boomerang Nebula that was talking all this about the flood. And I was like immediately going to raise this <laughs> to the highest like this is better than Roger Murder, this is better than Roger Meat, this is better than anything. This is better than um What was his name? Slim Pickens
1: <laughs> Thin, Kinkle. Thin
0: Kinkle. Yeah, like this is better than all of those. There's a guy named Boomerang Nebula. <laughs>
1: Well, what we have to do is we have to name a character in our upcoming ARG, Boomerang Nebula.
0: (laughs) Boomerang Nebula is going to be the name of whatever. The next time I play, like, a mech-based tabletop game, Boomerang Nebula is going to be the name of my mech.
1: So, in addition to the mystery nebula picture, they also get a text file called the Sample1000101.com. Uh, and 1101 is binary for the letter E. Okay. Uh, and the, the contents of the file uh, were a, D- a DNA sequence uh, and a bunch of other stuff that they thought was supposed to be related to the genetic makeup of the flood. Um, part of the DNA sequence was uh, related to the genetic make makeup of the Chinese alligator. Okay. Uh, but there were also classifications used by NASA, uh, and some other, like, weird stuff in there. Okay. That apparently was just, like, mostly gibberish.
0: <laughs>
1: uh... But uh, one of the nucleobases uh, is, is, like, a signature of DNA replication, uh, and, uh, and it was not in there, and they were like, oh, maybe this is saying that, like, the flood is, like, parasiting on dna replication i don't know i don't know anything about science <laughs> clearly someone clearly clearly someone who actually knows stuff about like dna had already looked at this and like unpacked it i i don't know what any of this stuff is i like almost failed <laughs> chemistry in high school
0: <laughs> i'm right there with you let's get uh someone smarter than us right in and oh. let us know uh, tweet at Marn, at Corpse Survivors, and tell her about DNA and Halo lore.
1: God, please don't. <laughs> tell me the exact DNA makeup of the flood.
0: <laughs> G-A-T-T-A-C-C-A-T-A-C. <actually> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so... Oh, so, so uh, the next day they realize that they have this phrase the artifact location, and they were like well, what do we do with it? Um, and they type in theartifactlocation.com Um And they get a new website. I love and... One of my favorite
0: solves in ARGs is when you go, I don't know, what do we do with this new thing that we found? I don't know. Type it in. dot com. <laughs> you just... Yeah. Down butts. Or when you, like, just Where do add we go? It... Um. Uh, butts. dot jpeg. dot Oh shit. Like.
1: <laughs> or even when you just like add it as an extension to a website. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're like, oh. Um. So yeah. So they find the artifactlocation.com. Uh. And the site was just a GIF of a disappearing star field uh, with a password entry box in the center. Um, And if you type in Boomerang as the password from the Boomerang Nebula, uh, the page updates and you see a list of three cities, uh, which are New York, Seattle, and Los Angeles.
0: The three cities.
1: You know, the three cities yeah, the, that there yeah, are. Yeah, the three
0: of them. That's all.
1: <laughs> the three cities that are relevant to ARGs. <laughs> um,
0: Chicago, if you're feisty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then a couple of days later, uh, the date uh, 081607 uh, August 16th, uh, appears... Next to the city names. Okay. Um, and three days later on August 16th, um, the status of server five was updated to pending uh, and times appeared after the dates. Uh along with GPS coordinates for buildings in those cities. Okay. Um and an hour later the Los Angeles coordinates were quote unquote corrected. <laughs> uh so this was just after twelve AM. These GPS coordinates went up. Okay. At one eleven AM Fuck. Uh w- A ARG player went out into the world in Seattle and discovered a projector playing a video on the wall at the Seattle location of the GPS coordinates. That's cool. Isn't that cool? That's super dope. Like, they just had it ready to go at one o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And this guy went out and found it. (laughs) Um
0: You know that someone Um, was like, ooh, this coordinate's live. I'm going to set my alarm at 6 a.m. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go. And I'll be the (laughs) first one to discover this. And then there was one insomniac that was just like, nope, I'm doing it.
1: (laughs) Honestly, I mean, I stay up that late. I'm staying up that late. Like, right now, pretty much I would have done it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm really Um, casting stones without pulling the needle out of my own eye. That's not how any of that sentence works, but you know what I mean.
1: And so uh, the video had a IP address uh, for the Server 5 uh, bounce path control. Okay. And they went to the Server 5 page. Uh, Well, it was... it was reported on IRC, and all 100 keys were claimed within minutes. Dang. By 1.23 a.m., 100 wow. keys had been claimed.
0: Wow. That's wild. That's dedication. Ye-
1: yeah. Dang. So, yeah, so they got a Log 5 video. Uh, They got a transcript. Um... The transcript is uh, with binary included. The anomalous world is in a perilous location beyond the line. The secrets it holds must be preserved. Plans within plans within plans. The inhabitants these unique denizens must be researched. They may hold answers to our own mysteries. What irony that we discovered this treasure only at the end of things. But what fortune that we still had time to save them. The thing we built on that world will vouchsafe their lives, but perhaps one day it will be used for its intended purpose. If the plan succeeds and they are saved, it will be a good world. And if the plan fails and the adversary succeeds, it will remain an enigma forever, with no one left to reclaim it. Uh, and they also get um, a JPEG called Cycle Response, uh, which has a weird picture of Earth uh with Pangea the supercontinent on it. Hmm. As you do. As you do. Uh they get a JPEG or no, they get uh a text file with the same uh file name as AR's uh avatar on Bungie.net. dot net. Um And the text file says, You asked me once what happened to those who vanished. You asked me why did we survive where our fathers fell. You wish to know how we ever let it happen, a scourge that consumed the galaxy and the cure that was worse than the cancer. You asked me once about my intent and the spot that would not wash out. I promise you the answers lie in the Ark. Find me there in the dark, for that is where I abide.
0: The Ark...
1: Is, yeah.
0: Isn't the arc a level in Halo 3?
1: I think so. Sounds familiar, at least.
0: Okay. I vaguely remember um, playing that or talking about it with my buddy Ryan back in high school. Snickerdoodle on Xbox um, Live.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And they get also a image called terminal.jpg, JPEG, uh, which is just a nice picture of the glyph with like a cool background that you can use as a desktop background. Hell yeah! If you would like, hell I yeah!
0: Like desktop backgrounds were a big thing.
1: Yeah. Um, and so everybody was like, well, where do we go from here? (laughs) Uh, and then on August 20th, a leaked article was posted to the Unforums, uh, from Microsoft's internal news site, uh, Hmm. seeming to indicate that the Iris campaign for Halo 3 had ended. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then an official article uh, was posted on the 23rd on halo.msn.com uh that said uh the viral campaign concluded in mid August but the plot thread will extend into Halo 3.
0: Oh interesting. So like
1: But all was not but all was not as it seemed, Andrew.
0: Oh I was about to say how much I hate um, it when games don't seem to actually end. So I just got double duped.
1: You did. Um on September thirteenth, AR reappeared on Bungie.net in the Halo 3 forums. Oh
0: shit. Uh
1: with a thread called the Empty Casket. Okay. Um Apparently, there is no log of this thread on this wiki website. Uh, cool. Um, after five pages of replies, the thread was locked. Um, another thread was made by member the underscore noob slayer at the same forum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. Uh moments later the thread by AR was unlocked it had edited its original post to include a last line this is the way the world ends this suddenly th- AR's suddenly AR's thread and the noob slayer's thread were simultaneously deleted uh, and so was a thread in another forum apparently huh. all of AR's posts for that day were expunged from records oh that explains why there's no uh why there is no record of what was said
0: yeah not with a bang but with a whimper
1: uh Uh, but apparently AR said the answer lies very far from here 11 days 1 hour 38 minutes uh which was uh 12 a.m on September 25th which was release day for Halo 3 cool uh, and then Ar returned again on September eighteenth to edit a post by bungee.net user XX Halo Hottie XX. God, it's
0: my new Twitter handle. Uh, to say handle. I
1: can feel <laughs> XX Halo Hottie XX is that taken? It's definitely taken.
0: Uh, yes, it is. Dang. <laughs> So what happened Um, next, Mark?
1: Anyway. (laughs) So anyway, AR uh, edits Halo Hottie's post to say, I can feel it. It is getting closer. Time is slowly ebbing away. Seven rotations remaining. Can you imagine if you were trying to talk on the forums of uh, Bungie.net about your favorite game, Halo, and some mystery ai came in and started editing your post to say things like i can feel it it is getting closer God. time is slowly ebbing away <laughs> that is yeah, we're just chatting horrifying. away in the discord one of these
0: days and then biley pops in to say like come to my hell server meh <laughs>
1: Doesn't Biley technically have access to the public BB and B Discord channel? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> but like, imagine if you were in a Discord for an ARG and someone started editing your post. Yeah,
0: exactly. That'd be so cool.
1: <laughs> oh, it's so fucked up. Oh, I miss forums. More forum ARGs, quite frankly. <laughs> Bring back forum ARGs. Bring back um, forums yeah Uh, and so then the game was considered to be kind of wrapped up uh, when Halo 3 released the week after that Uh, in November um, people who had participated in the servers got their packages if they hadn't already Um, and then there was a final post over on the forums um, saying like hey uh, we are the agency who worked with Bungie to make the characters for the Iris ARG um, and this other Halo 3 experience that was not an ARG really uh, thank you for playing like we hope that it was fun for you to participate in we had a really good time making it Uh it you guys were actually too good at participating. Like there were moments <laughs> where you were like solving the episodes just as fast as we were making them, <laughs> uh, and we liked your and we liked your speculation so much that like we included some of your ideas. Um, and yeah, it was just basically like a nice page to be like, hey, thank you guys for playing our game. That's so cool. It is so cool. Uh, apparently, they used to have something up on their website, which apparently no longer exists. Um, that was a, a big Flash site uh, that outlined kind of how they produced Iris from beginning to end. And um, I wish that it still existed. That's
0: so cool. I would love some kind of feature like that for any ARG, really.
1: Yeah, I wish I, if anybody knows if this is like archived anywhere or exists on the Wayback Machine, uh, please send it to us. Um, I am super interested in finding out uh, what was on it. And yeah, I'm super interested in knowing. Yeah, if anyone um,
0: wants us to help you make the oral history of your ARG, we'll do it. Hit us up
1: yeah sincerely hell yeah I would
0: love to be part of that and like get an actual behind the scenes look of how things were done how things were recorded hit us up I would love to help out with that
1: yeah um yeah I uh I would be I definitely want to see this website if it like actually exists yeah
0: that'd be so cool
1: um Apparently, there were, like, numerous kind of problems that happened with this ARG. There were, like, technical difficulties. There was um, people kind of, like, trying to get on the train of, like, posting weird cryptic shit on the forums. Uh, Someone posted... The phone number of like a real life Halo fan on the forums. Oh wow! People like thought it was part of the game. Oh no! Uh, he had to like go on. Oh my god, he had to go on uh G four the gaming television (sighs) network to tell people to stop calling his phone. God,
0: what he hit up? Attack of the Show X play
1: uh-huh
0: god this is the most 2007 ass ARG I've ever heard of
1: this ARG is a time capsule for 2007 god it rules <laughs> uh and so that's that's uh that's Iris the Halo 3 ARG hell yeah hi I'm Keitlin. I'm Jess and I'm Monty and this is Palin Around Pal Around is a critical podcast focusing on video games, fandom, pop culture, and how they interact with the internet. Twice a month, we'll be diving into big topics and asking the hard-hitting questions, like Why can't Blizzard get its shit together? How does crunch culture tie into the toxic masculinity of the games industry? How has being fandom trash impacted our adult lives? And everything in between. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice, and pal around with us!
0: Yeah, how do you... How do you feel about the story of this one?
1: I so here's the thing. I really dig this ARG, but can you tell me what the story is? Um so an
0: AI posted some stuff all over the internet because they wanted to tell us about the flood in Halo. Honestly, the story okay, the story of you it You know fair enough. Honestly, the story of this ARG is hey guys, we're making a new Halo game. You should buy it.
1: Like yeah, not to sound it really not is. to be that
0: cynical guy, but like is an ad for the new Halo game. Sometimes it's all it needs to be. But just like we're gonna give you some puzzles that are vaguely Halo themed, using the resources Man. at our disposal, which is the 2007 internet.
1: Yeah, I mean, I love. I personally love the writing of this ARG. Mm-hmm. Everything here is a delight. Oh, you know what? I actually do like the plot because there was that guy that went missing, and it was not explained. I
0: I like that part of the ARG. I think that was really cool, but it mm-hmm. was entirely too short. And like, there are a lot of little ideas in this game that are very cool, and I wish it had been bigger and longer as a whole and more cohesive. I definitely get where people are saying that this game lacks focus. Um, I would love it if they were able to drill down a little bit deeper into any of these little bits and pieces, because I love all of these bits and pieces. I think this is very cool. I wish they had toned it back a little bit with the direct Halo references, but, like, I guess being a reference to, like, let's dig into, like, the enemy psyche a little bit, that's dope.
1: Yeah. I like... I like all the cool stuff that they did with the flood. Uh and yeah, I I think it's cool. I think there's there's a lot of like little cool nuggets of stuff that they they kind of took out of the Halo universe and they were like, "What if we what if we kind of like use this in our game?" And then they never really like expanded it into a whole plot. They were just like, "Hey, here's a cool thing."
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's very disjointed and just like here are neat ideas to work with but they're never gonna come together into a cohesive whole
1: yeah how did the how did the disappeared guy connect to the rest of the story i don't
0: know but i liked it
1: i liked it too but it was like
0: we got pasta night
1: we got pasta night it's like all of these like weird delightful little vignettes and then they don't really actually tell you a story about the halo universe it's like oh yeah this is great but like they they how- do
0: make me picture <laughs> kingdom hearts but with master chief at the head though so that really is all i need
1: you know what yeah i'll give it to you this uh, is i would rate this maybe <laughs> i
0: was gonna say it's like simultaneously a three and a seven
1: yeah it really like is Like it's a
0: three in the macro but a seven in the micro
1: yeah, I would give I would give the uh I would give the missing guy and the the weird AI stuff uh, separately maybe like a 7 out of 10, but like all together as a cohesive story, definitely like a 3. Yeah,
0: basically. <laughs> this is like simultaneously my favorite ARG mm. we've covered and the most frustrating.
1: <laughs> Apparently there was stuff in um in the actual Halo 3 game that tells you more about the uh, the other AI that like hijacked AR, Like you can find logs in that game that talk about See that, the other AI. That's
0: cool. I'm glad that's in the <clears throat> game. I wish it was in the ARG.
1: Me too, man.
0: Huh. <laughs> huh. Yeah, simultaneously. That- Go ahead.
1: So apparently the higher ranking entity's name is Mendicant Bias. Ooh. Yeah, that's fun. Mendicant
0: Bias, pilot of the Boomerang Nebula. <laughs> what do you think of the uh the puzzles in this one, Marn?
1: I think they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't necessarily think they're anything to write home about, but I think that they're fine. And uh, more or less interesting.
0: I really like the puzzle that required people to um, use their microphone to play back the sound from like an mp3 file that they'd heard into the website to unlock something. That's very cool.
1: Oh yeah, I like that implementation that is very and cool. I like
0: that that puzzle and how it works out in game. I like that a lot. Um, it is a bit. But the other puzzles in this game don't really stand out to me. Um, I can't really like as we're sitting here thinking about it. You've just told me about them, and I can't remember a single one that really jumped out as a cool puzzle, other than that one.
1: Oh, I liked I liked the poem where they put in an extra stanza. Yeah, yeah, yeah that
0: that that that's very cool. Yeah, we talked about that for a bit. I liked that. I like that one too. So a couple of good puzzles, but overall not a lot to write home about.
1: Yeah. I like the concept of communicating with people in the comments of an Amazon listing, but not really a puzzle.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, yeah, it's kind of like, I like some of the stuff around the puzzles, but I don't like the puzzles themselves. Yeah. It's probably like a three, four.
1: Yeah, eh. definitely like a three. Yeah.
0: Some cool uh, ideas, not necessarily the best execution.
1: Replayability? Question mark.
0: Is it? Like, I didn't have a place that I could go in this week. We need uh, to get me another yeah. ARG that I can play, because between having, like, multi-part episodes and stuff, I haven't really dug into a game in a while. I'm slacking.
1: I know. We really <laughs> we really do. We keep doing, like... Part of the problem is that we've been doing, like, ARGs from, like, 2005, and they started with like forum posts on forums that don't exist anymore or like a tv commercial yeah
0: like step one will be andrew dig up your old myspace account to log in and i'll be like i'm good actually
1: um hopefully we will have something more recent that we can talk about soon in the next couple of weeks i hope
0: hell yeah um yeah i there's not much that's replayable in this one there are a couple videos that you can still watch there are a couple of forum posts that seem like they're pretty well put together. You can talk to that more than I can, but there's not a lot here that's replayable.
1: Yeah, um, I found both of the wikis that I use very helpful. Uh, again, one was the actual Halo wiki, which is just halo at fandom.com. Um, I use that a little bit for I Love Bees as well. They have really good uh, and comprehensive write-ups of all of the viral marketing campaigns uh the other one i used was halo.wiki WikiBruce. uh wiki bruce hosts a lot of the um like official unforum wikis that they used to kind of keep track of stuff that unforum was working on back in the day uh and okay. tends to be a really good resource for these kinds of things uh, i use uh there this is my milwaukee page for this is my milwaukee episode
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and that has a very comprehensive timeline. So yeah, it's it's all out there if you want to go through a timeline of the ARG. It's just that like the forums don't exist anymore, and Halo3.com like redirects you to just like a general website where you can buy Halo three and isn't like a like a hype teaser site anymore.
0: Right. Huh. It's so weird to me, because I'm realizing that, like, I guess I'm putting replayability at, like, a three or four. Yeah. But it's weird to me that, like, during this ARG, I was thinking, like, this is some of my favorite stuff that we've talked about so far. And then, like, going through the rating, it's like, oh, it's threes across the board. Huh. Should we- Wild.
1: I mean, do we want to rate it on fun? We could have a fun rating. <laughs>
0: fun! <laughs> fun, it's a 10 out of 10. I got to imagine uh, Halo Kingdom Hearts. I got to recite the love song of J Alfred proofrock but talk about the flood during it uh this has been a good arg should we 10 out of 10 should
1: we start reading args on how fun they are
0: i think that we should probably do that i
1: feel like we should can we do that for 2020 can we make that our new thing going into hell the yeah. new decade 2020
0: we're gonna rate for fun
1: hell yeah we'll
0: uh we'll have a Next time we do, like, a mailbag episode, one of the questions that we'll give ourselves is, like, go back and rate the other games based on fun.
1: Oh, I like that. We should do a mailbag episode soon.
0: Hell yeah. Uh, start sending us questions, and we'll start putting together a mailbag.
1: Yeah. Uh, and we'll rate all of the games based on fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Marn, do you want to
1: get into recommendations? I do. Um... Oh my god, what was my recommendation? Oh! Uh, my recommendation for this week is that our very good friend Riley Hopkins is running a game jam on Itch.io uh, called the Record Collection Jam. Uh, that will still be going until the end of January. Um, and it ran last year. Uh, Riley is running it again this year. And it is a tabletop roleplaying game jam where you write a tabletop roleplaying game uh, based on uh, or inspired by uh, a music album or song or artist that you like. Uh, and last year, when it was run, uh, it was it basically was my first ever experience writing tabletop role-playing games. Uh, I had a ton of fun because I really like writing things that are inspired by music. Uh, I am writing, I'm currently in the middle of writing two games for it this year. Uh, and I am super excited to see what other people come up with. So you should check it out. Uh, you should write a game for it. You should check out last year's entries. Uh, and yeah, just check it out.
0: Hell yeah. Did, uh, did Dark Silencer come out of that one? Or Dark Sentencer?
1: Yeah, I wrote, um, I wrote Dark Sentencer uh, for last year's uh, mm-hmm. record collection. And I also wrote Pick of Destiny, which is my Tenacious D role-playing game that I never promote on Twitter.
0: <laughs> that game's great. That has one of my favorite mechanics in the world, which is you're always <laughs> rolling three dice. And if you roll 666, six, six, you just get to jam out. I love it.
1: Yeah. Uh, and for this year, I'm rating uh, a songwriting party game. Uh based on The Hook by Blues Traveler and I am writing a horror game based on Hotel California. Hell yeah. Which I'm very that excited about. Sounds super cool. I, I'm really excited I have about I've been
0: racking my <laughs> I've been seeing your tweets about it and I'm excited to see it when it comes out. Oh, I've I'm been, so uh, excited. <laughs> I've been racking my brain to figure out how to make a mashup a how to make a mashup game that A isn't just interstitial, but B actually gets to like the heart of what i like about mashups and i don't know how to put it into game terms
1: oh that's so interesting i feel like i've i've talked to a couple of people about that for the neil sasariga jam that i ran um oh yeah and we talked about like mashing up the mechanics of different games and like you could do it that way
0: yeah but then you get into the problem of like like, I made this game, I used the power by the apocalypse's rule system with the conflict resolution mechanic from Chess 2 and, like, this. But then at the end of the day, like, I'm not making a game about mashups, I'm just making a mashup. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Like, that's what I'm, That's I'm trying to, like, how do I do this, <laughs> um, how do I do the macro while also doing the micro is something that I have uh as of time of recording 11 days to figure out and write so i'm working on it yeah dj cummerbund i'm coming for you
1: uh they last year's uh games are pretty good uh someone wrote a uh tactical role-playing game that is uh it's it's based on hamilton but you all play as mech pilots <laughs> uh like fight, fighting for the future of america uh, someone wrote a game based on John Cage's uh, 4 Minutes and 33 Seconds. Um, someone
0: That's great. Someone
1: wrote a game that you can only play while you are listening to uh, a certain album by The Front Bottoms. Uh, someone wrote a game based on Two Trucks by Neil Ciceriga.
0: <laughs>
1: There's a lot of good stuff out there. You should check it out.
0: <laughs> I just got a, a- a flash to um like a mech engineer calling over the mic alexander hamilton we're waiting in the wings for you (laughs) and like i'm very into that idea
1: oh it's so good um i think
0: honestly you'll get me if you just say and they're mech pilots and i'm like "Ooh, tell me more
1: someone wrote i think
0: you've adopted my little pony but they're mechs now uh, hit me up tell me more what's up with this
1: uh somebody wrote a billy joel role-playing game based on uh, scenes from an italian restaurant last year
0: oh my god there's a
1: lot of just like my friend sam wrote uh, a viking metal uh tabletop role-playing game where one of the mechanics is literally screaming to power up your character
0: god Marn, can I just submit uh, Man is the Warmest Place to Hide, except I'll just change the name to Maneater?
1: Yes. Do it.
0: By Holland Oates. Do
1: it, coward.
0: (laughs) Okay, fine. I'll plagiarize your game. (laughs) If you insist.
1: It's it's art, actually.
0: Watch out, boy. She'll chew you up. (laughs) It's just the thing pretending to be your game.
1: Yes! Oh that that would be such a good mashup of uh of Miss Place to Hide and the and the Jolene ro- role playing game
0: Is Jolene just trying to prevent Jolene from taking your man?
1: Yeah, there's there's a Jolene role playing game that I don't think was written for record collection. Uh, that is a party game. About one person is Jolene and everyone else is pleading their case so that she does not steal their man.
0: That's incredible. <laughs> Making games is good.
1: Oh, it's so good. The same the same uh game writers wrote a game based on Careless Whisper as well. <laughs> they do they do like a thing where they're creating like a set of games that are all based on music. So they did uh they did Jolene, they did Let the Body Hit the Floor uh, the Hounds of Love, um, they did uh, Careless Whisper and Old Town Road, and the Old Town Road one is a gay cowboy game that I really want to play. <laughs> Hell
0: yeah. That all sounds really cool.
1: Yeah. What is your recommendation for this week, Andrew?
0: So, mine's a weird one, um, and it has a long and twisted path, but oh, I, I started... So, I have the Shonen Jump app on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I've just been like going through their archives, trying to read whatever I can get my hands on. And I thought, oh, you know what? I liked reading D Gray Man back when I was in high school. Will it still hold up? And I thought, surely it's over by now, considering I was reading it in high school.
1: Oh, no. Is it still what going? I didn't...
0: So. So two things one it's fine um it's a pretty solid like i don't know action shonen stuff i think is the weak like the weakest stuff about it is the action shonen stuff it gets stuck into sometimes um but it's actually it's got an actually pretty interesting story it kind of reminds me of um full metal alchemist but it's not as strong at doing what full metal alchemist does well mm-hmm. does that make sense Yeah. Like, um when when Full Metal Alchemist is firing on 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 all cylinders like it's one of the best shows of all time when D Gray man is firing on all cylinders, it's still not really holding a candle to Full Metal Alchemist um but but the thing with uh D Gray man is that the so the author and artist um apparently is very sick and has been for years and so the, the manga went from a um it went from like a weekly release to a monthly release to a quarterly release now so one chapter comes out every quarter Hmm. and it has started to get into some interesting stuff but it's at the point where you have to wait three months for another chapter of a manga so I'll probably die before it does. Yeah, is kind of where the t- like just there's there's no way this story wraps up at any time that I still care about it. You know, um, it's something that I'll probably go back and pick up the end on. Um, but if you're interested in getting up to the point that it gets really good and then stopping, D Gray Man's on the list. Um, so I, I don't necessarily want to recommend that. What I will recommend <laughs> is. Um, by reading this it all it made me think was damn i want to go back and watch more and interact more with full metal alchemist but i have rewatched it too recently to start it again and there's too much on my plate right now but what i did find is a podcast called five grams of iron um it is uh two folks doing a really good uh re podcast of full metal alchemist um, the people the the hosts are really entertaining um, I've been listening to them they've got I think 11 episodes so far they cover two episodes per episode um, it's a pretty fun show I know that the people involved in the podcast have a couple other shows it's a this one's kind of a spin-off while they're in the down period they do a JoJo show called Yare Yare Boys
1: yeah that sounds about right um,
0: um and so while they're waiting for the next part of JoJo, I don't really understand JoJo. Don't write to me and explain oh, it to me. Um, um,
1: I can explain it to you.
0: I'm good. <laughs> uh, so while they're while they're waiting for like part five or whatever, they're covering part six. Full Metal Alchemist. Part six is the one. Part that six. Okay. For. <laughs> okay. Um, so I will say they make a. They also they used to do a show called Post Game of Thrones. Um... And they currently run another series about um, Metal Gear Solid that I'm blanking on the name of. Um, They're cool hosts. This show's pretty good. Um, I'm enjoying it as a way to get back into Full Metal Alchemist without going back and rewatching it because I don't have the attention span for it right now. But it's fun listening to people talk about Roy Mustang and company.
1: I should rewatch Full Metal Alchemist. It's been three years. (laughs)
0: I, I should say they're doing Brotherhood, um, which I personally prefer to the original show, but... Yeah, I, I prefer Brotherhood. You know, n- know that going in, folks. If that matters to you, know it.
1: I'm at the point where... So that's my
0: recommendation. Five grams of iron.
1: I'm at the point where I've watched, like, the first part of Brotherhood so many times that when I rewatch it, I just, like, skip the entire first arc.
0: <laughs> yeah, you basically just, like, you just watch the Nina episode and then, like... That's about it. I'm like, I'm
1: good. I don't need any of these characters introduced to me. (laughs) No, thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wonder why this guy's called Scar. Oh, huh. Funny about his face.
1: Andrew, we should watch Jojo's Bizarre Adventure.
0: (laughs) I. It's one of those things that is such a big, like, cultural thing right now that, like,. It's gonna take me a lot to do it. D- does that make sense? Like,
1: no, no, no. Because I, I, get of how much I get it. I get t- it.
0: Like, I I don't know. And it doesn't seem like something I'd be super interested in, so I don't really want to, like, check. <laughs> it, it's kind of like. So, it's kind of like Undertale to me in that it would take something pretty big to make me play it.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I totally get that. I feel the same way about Undertale. Um,. I personally like Jojo because every part is kind of a different genre. And I feel that it's very like there's something for everyone in there. Um, So like part one is literally just like a Victorian like inheritance drama with vampires. And then like. Part two is, like, a World War II story, also with vampires. And part three gets into, like, the weird kind of, like, shonen bullshit. And then part four is just, like, slice of life drama with also they all have superpowers. Part four people describe as, like, the first part of part four is, like, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but they all have superpowers. And then the second part of part four, it, like... Turns into like a procedural mystery drama, which is like bonkers. And then part five is like almost completely standalone and it's like a mob drama story set in Italy, uh, in like the early 2000s. Okay, it kind (laughs) of (laughs) rules.
0: That's the that's the takeaway that I hear a lot about Jojo is that it kind of rules and that I don't know I'm, I'll, I might give it the time one of these days but probably not <laughs> at some at some point I have to like make choices of like what am I cool going to the grave without having seen I think Jojo's on that list.
1: That's valid I I keep telling people my friend who is really into Jojo gets really mad at me for saying it but I keep telling people to just like watch part five on its own because it has almost no connection to like the rest of the parts and it's so good just as like a standalone mob story that I feel like it's worth it.
0: (laughs) If I do get into it I'll do it that way.
1: Yeah it's it's so good. It's really good. It's it's like... And I know that I like it because it's, like, exactly my bullshit. It's like, oh, this, like, faction of the mob is trying to kill the boss because they think that they can run the mob better and also they all have, like, wacky superpowers and they're fighting another faction of the mob that also wants to kill the boss.
0: <laughs> That's very Marn. Yeah. It
1: is. There's, like... <laughs> There, one of my like fondest, most recent memories of watching an anime is like, one of the episodes of Part 5 with like the best fight scene in it came out while I was like at a con with people and we all got together in a room and watched it and like there were people there who like had never seen an episode of JoJo before in their lives and we were just like don't worry about it it's like the godfather but they all have superpowers and we all like watched it and we were like screaming during this episode <laughs> because <laughs> because even if you don't watch it it's just like this incredibly like hype fight scene <laughs> Oh, it's so. That's good. really cool. One of the cool. main characters is, is a is a gangster whose power is that he has little men that live in his gun, and they kick the bullets where he wants the bullets to go. <laughs> He's got.
0: I'm not gonna lie. That's actually that's a One Piece character.
1: And his stand. His name
0: is Capone Beige, and he has little men that live inside of him.
1: And his stand is called Sex Pistols.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot they're all named after uh like bands, aren't they?
1: Yeah, but um they don't have the the rights to them in English. The rights
0: to some of them. So
1: if you watch uh if you watch it with like the Crunchyroll subs, uh their stands are all named like just whatever they could americanize it to, so like one of the main characters of part five has a stand called sticky fingers that like unzips space and time. And like, can he can make like portals with it basically. And they Americanized it to zipper man. <laughs> <laughs> they also, Ameri- Wasn't, um. they also Americanized spice. One of them. They Americanized spice girl to spicy lady. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't,
0: isn't one of them Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap and they translated it really, like, weirdly?
1: Oh, yeah. Or, or is this
0: a made-up, like, Twitter thing?
1: No, I think it's in the manga. So I haven't read the manga. I just watched the anime as it comes out because Okay. I I have, a I have like, a weird thing where, like, if I read the manga of something and I know what's going to happen, I just, like, can't watch the anime because I'm like, I don't want to experience it twice. <laughs>
0: that's how i am with a lot of things like i can't go back to watching my hero academia
1: um yes it is localized as filthy acts at a reasonable price
0: god i think that's gonna do it for us this week uh (laughs) if you want to hear marn and andrew's anime corner uh I don't know. Give us money on our Patreon and we'll consider doing an anime show.
1: <laughs> Only after we start Fargo Nuts when, Far- when Fargo starts again in <laughs> when April. When season
0: four comes back, we'll definitely do Fargo Nuts. Oh,
1: fucking absolutely. Um,
0: until then, until then, if you uh, want to get a hold of us, you can do it in email. Uh, you can email us at uh, Argonauts podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter. We have a... Uh, Twitter account for the show that is at Argonauts Pod, or if you want to find us individually, I am XX Halo <laughs>
1: I'm Corp Survivors. Uh,
0: and uh, if you're interested and you can support us on Patreon, you can find us. That's at Patreon.com, P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N.com, or uh, you can go to Patreon.com and search for Argonauts Podcast. We should pop up. Um until next time i think that's gonna do it for us sound good yeah all right well that's args baby
1: oh my god you actually changed your twitter account to (laughs) xxd i'm
0: not gonna lie to our audience like that (laughs) barn
2: This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, Sierra 117. You know, I've been having these weird thoughts lately. Like, is any of this real or not? That's args, baby. Chief, out.